it's that time of year again. It frustrates me every year when we talk about the Oscars, but I figured we need to talk about it because it's always that's always the big one. No, we don't. We, we don't need to talk about we it. We don't need to, but I, it's fascinating and frustrating at the same time. You know? We don't Even though I to. feel like this one was... It's been a pretty predictable this, year. This is definitely by choice. Yeah. Us talking about the Oscars is definitely by choice. Yeah, but... There's, there's, some, there's some value to it. Because at least we get to mention films that, you know, deserve spots more than others. To be honest, like, the whole concept of, like, me just talking about the Oscars on, on this show kind of just goes against everything I stand for. <laughs> Just like it, with my like opinions on like what award shows in general. Well, I mean, like it's declined a lot I, for like like in the past few years, and like I just like every time just thinking about award shows just gets me scoured, especially Oscars because I know it's just like it's just politics. It's just yeah. Mo- money, I've accepted you know? the fact that like awards really don't matter as much. It is something nice that you can have, but it doesn't really dictate. Like Cans. best picture, Cans is the only one that I actually care for. Not really. Yeah, I, no, I do care for like Cans. that. Those are fun. Those are important. Wasn't but it a Parasite that won? Uh... Parasite is the one that won the Palm Door yeah. of, of last year. By the way, hello. This is American Nerds. I'm Raul. This is Victor. Hi. That's all you need. Uh, <laughs> and we're gonna be talking about the Oscars, giving our predictions in um, ahead of the award ceremony that's coming next, literally a week from now at 8 p.m. Next on Sunday. ABC. This yeah. should be up uh, Monday, most likely. I was thinking probably the this Friday. Weekday. This weekday? Yeah, because we're having a regular episode on oh, Monday, right. and then we'll post. I'll, I'll try to leave a couple of days before we post this one. That way, you know, more content. People can come back, hopefully. Lots more. You know, but yeah, like it doesn't... Okay, going to going to palm to the palm door and going into like best picture in general. Palm door is like the only one that actually matters. It's a prestigious and really you know important award. Same with best picture, but it doesn't really you know doesn't necessarily mean that this is the most important film of that year or the best film objectively. It's the the only good movie that year. So do you remember anything else under? Do you remember anything else under that is garbage. Parasite is is clearly the best movie of the year. The Lighthouse is garbage. Exactly. It's the only objective. It's, it's the only th- that, objective. That's how stupid people think. Like, in, no, it's how it is. It's just, a, it's just, su- it's, it's ridiculous. Because tell me, have you seen Green Book more than once last year after it won Best Picture? I barely could have finished it the first time. Exactly. So it doesn't really matter Garbage as movie. much. You know, doesn't mean if it wins Best Picture, if a movie wins Best Picture, doesn't mean it's the most important thing in the world. It just, there's it just, plenty of other movies that are. More significant. It just means that movie has has very some, good producers. Yeah, and it, they get and they get their movies uh, best. You know, best picture. It had more people that really, really wanted an award. You know, yeah, which is understandable in that right as well. Honestly, but it you know at the end of the day, sometimes it just doesn't matter. You know, and it's fine. There's some. It, it there's there is room for, you know to be upset about some things because there are you know people who definitely should have been nominated instead of other people. I don't think it. I think it's ridiculous. To be honest, I think going just, right in, I think it's ridiculous that Joker, out of all movies, is the one with the most. Nominations. I think it's ridiculous the hosts they get every year for the Oscars. That's what. Well, they have, the no the host again. They, yeah. they have no host again. They have no host again this year. I wonder why? Because, because it, it works so fails. well for them last year. It always fails. Yeah. Every every host they get, like. I, I think the thing that pisses me off more with the Oscars is just the way they handle the Oscars actual recording. Because like I, the hosts just give off just horrible lines. Everyone's just everyone's just really. Well, the hosts like, can't even be themselves. They huh? have to be a shrill. Yeah, you know, and give off these corny ass jokes that I've heard on Twitter probably like six. Yeah, months it's ago. all terrible. Yeah, it's all terrible. I think the only good, and I say this a, like in a sense that it is it's the most revealing joke out of that um, 
out of like Oscar memory, out of recent Oscar memory. And it's just really funny and weird that, you know, it comes out of this, out of all these people was when Seth MacFarlane made the Harvey Weinstein joke a couple of years before he got fucking fired. <laughs> it, 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 it's crazy. And it goes, just goes to show you. It just goes to show you. Like some people just don't give a shit, oh you know? God, and it's that. even better. It, it's better just not having a host sometimes. <laughs> funny <laughs> it was really funny it was really funny and horribly timely oh that which God. is which is the best part of all of this they knew <laughs> you don't know years before you don't know what's they about didn't to give happen a fuck. yeah <laughs> you don't know what's gonna change the world uh, uh, i so think i think i think the yeah. politics of award shows are really stupid and i mean you know, I, some and mostly pointless and, i mean they i mean my award shows don't care about the real integrity of cinema it's really ju- it's really just about like what who please, wanted the most clout who pleases the most people, and that too. I, yeah. That's that, that's at least how I see it. Like like, what movie will please the most amount of people for people to actually show up to the show and to, to quick, the awards? I I feel that more so with the Golden Globes because they're the only type of people that nominate a dumbass movie like The Tourist as a best like picture nominee for one of their just categories. Be, no, because they want Johnny Depp to show up. That's mm. literally a joke in that Harley Quinn show. Also, it's like why why is the sky blue? Why is The Martian nominated for Best Comedy instead of Best Drama at the Golden Globes? You want to know why? Because they didn't have any more spots left. And they wanted Matt Damon there, and they got him. <laughs> like, I mean, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have had a chance in Best. Wait, did it have a chance? Wait, did it? Golden Globes? I don't even remember. Did I just find that comedy? really funny. It is a really funny thing that that movie of all things got a Best Comedy nomination. You know, that's like putting that's like putting The Witch as a comedy. No, it's or not. Uncut. Je- no, Uncut no. Jeff is kind of funny. No, it's not. <laughs> That's what? what I'm saying. It's that ridiculous. No, it's not. You know? the, the Martian is closer to a comedy than The Witch is. It's actually funny. <laughs> the Witch is the most dour, fucking depressing movie you ever watched. Don't you? It's lo- a soul-sucking bro, movie. Sa- Satan's pretty funny to me, bro. <laughs> it's a soul fucking... He's a fucking chuckler, bro. It's a fucking, like... <laughs> it's a fucking soul-killing film. I, w- I want to do say... One quick thing. I want to do say. I, I do want to say one quick I do want to say. I do, I I do declare. I do do. I do declare. I think also the stigma of having one movie lead the pack with the most nominations is one of the stupidest fucking things in the world for me. And I'm not only saying this because it's Joker and I don't think it's a movie that deserves that much praise, even though I think it is a good movie for the most part. Arguably. Arguably, yeah. But like... I hate that stigma so much because it's like, why does it get so many nominations when you could easily put another movie in its place that deserves that more? Well, there's was no it? way in it fuck- gets like best adaptive screenplay. I'm maybe sorry. I think somebody, it got look, that. Look, 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 another look. movie that's better. Somebody could have sat down instead. and saw the ballot for the directing uh, for the direct nominations, and they're like, "Hmm, Todd Phillips. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, because Greta you know, Gerwig isn't." real like or mario heller or the safties if anything i think mario heller deserves it more than greta gerwig i feel that that's just a that, that that's just have a you, wait have you, thing. have you seen uh beautiful day in the neighborhood yet um, i've no. i've seen like i started it. i'm not saying like i don't agree uh, like i don't disagree or anything i, I started it but i was having a better time than i did watching little woman interesting that's oh, so it's, weird. Uh, this is a little hot take yeah. of mine i don't i i i seen only little woman once and i think it's okay I don't, I, I don't really get the, the hype. It's interesting. You're the only person I know. Who, I know. Like, I'm the only person I know. Known this. I'm the only yeah. person I know that says this. Because it's such a charming film for me. It, yeah. I, I, really I guess. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just it's just the movie is kind of like just 
what, what whatever to me like i don't know i feel like nothing happens that was just me i don't know i think a lot of stuff happened i mean yeah like. sure but it didn't i didn't it didn't feel like it you know what i mean you know what i mean like it didn't really impact me like when like when i get i get when the certain that. aspects of the movie started happening like involving like the sisters and timothy chalmay and like you know those whole like, you just didn't care for it i get yeah I, I think it's the the biggest thing about that movie i just didn't really care as much as i should have which is kind of weird because like you know i thought Lady Bird was yeah overrated too but like genuinely cared about that movie you know i, I was like, like very invested in like a lot of those characters but like little woman i don't know also i think it's fucking hilarious that they literally just cut her bags and say yeah you're fucking 13 fuck you florence Pugh. it, it kind of works no, it I, I i believe no, it, it doesn't no it i doesn't. honestly <laughs> believed it because <laughs> she's no, got that baby so, face no no i'm sorry she looks like a fucking 20 year old woman that i want to fuck i'm sorry <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's not that is not that is no fucking 12 year old it, 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 no, i i was convinced i was convinced that she was able to play both of them it's a good effort well. but i'm sorry and uh, it's inter- and it's more interesting than what they've done before in those other adaptations where it's but, just they have two actresses play them. Hey, hey, but you could agree with me though. You could agree with me though. Florence Pugh deserved the nomination for Midsommar. She deserved a nomination over like anything she's Midsommar done last over, year. Midsommar over Midsommar over Well, eh, I don't know. She she's only really she had like only two major acting. Three technically. What's the third? Uh Fighting with My Family. Oh, but arguably, oh, that, I, I, I've heard of, I've heard, I've heard it's a really good movie. Yeah, but well. I don't know about awards contender, nah, especially well, for be, be like best supporting actors. Well, who, who, know, who knows Joker? I, I don't fucking know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, don't know I don't know. I think Pugh was, was a little was a little snubbed for best actress. Oh, definitely. Uh, I me, I agree least. with that. Even though she got her Little Women nomination, like I thought she was yeah. okay in Little Women. Yeah, you know. I, I liked her role in Little Women a lot. Let's let's get started with this. Miss Samar though, that little pouty face, that little. Mm. I don't like that little that. Oh yeah, <laughs> just the whole time, <laughs> just little potty pace. All right, so we gonna start with best visual effects. We we got... we don't really have anything to say about live action, Ooh, excuse me, or animated short film because yeah, we haven't seen, seen any of them. Yeah, I've heard about. Have you heard about Hair Love though? I have heard about Hair Love. Yeah, I've, that's I've, been a movie that's been like in the works for years. It, I I've seen that movie like uh, as a startup on on, on Kickstarter. Really? Yes. I back I then. don't remember where it ended up. It ended up tied with some big movie. It was a uh, it, it was a huge uh, like a probably one of those Illumination movies that a, came out this year. Was it, there one? He he was like a black animator or like uh it's a she I think um I remember him or her like talking about this movie on, on like on Twitter and shit and like yeah. the, the movie getting a lot of traction and then Kickstarter and eventually made it cool. And the animation looks beautiful. Oh no, yeah, Have I've seen, seen stills it? of it. I've seen stills of it. I haven't. The hair the itself, because it's it, if you know anything about animation, you would know it's fucking hard. I, a- animating hair. hair is a very tough. Hair and thing. water—that's what like kills most animators. Yeah. But it's a really gorgeous movie, uh, gorgeous like short film visually. Uh, as for the others, I, I, I really could say that I can attest to that from like the stills I've seen. I haven't seen the short film yeah. though, or any of the other movies. So yeah, yeah, if there's visual one, effects. If there's one short film filmmaker that you want us to mention, sorry, you know what should have been nominated? We Golden should watch versus more. Silverman. <laughs> that came out this year. Yeah, so that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that was good though. It was alright. Yeah. yeah. It was just yeah. funny. I thought you Get saw the it fuck earlier. Out of here! I thought you saw it earlier. I because I saw it in your letterbox. So I'm like, oh okay. I did, but I didn't finish it. Oh, okay. I I, I, like, <laughs> I didn't finish my show. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't. Um. Yeah, I didn't finish it. Yeah, it's nice for what it is. Mm. Yeah. Sound mixing. No, uh, 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 oh sorry, visual, visual effects. effects. So you have Liggle. Avengers Endgame, The Lion King, <laughs> 1917, <laughs> 1917, The Irishman, and Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. I think this is The Irishman's. Not gonna lie, I genuinely think this is gonna be the Irishman's. Typically, Either Irishman or nineteen seventeen. Typically, out of all these, it makes more sense to give it, like if we're going by Oscar history and Oscar like 
like Oscar tradition, it usually goes to the one, ironically, to the one that isn't a big blockbuster film and one of the big, you know, best picture nominees or one of the bigger pictures. That or Max are, Machina um, winning visual effects. That was a huge win. That was a big, like, upset for a lot of people, which was, you know, well-deserved, though, because it's a really good movie that has beautiful visual effects. I would go with, I would say Irishman would be my second choice. It would most likely Crowley go to 1917. I doubt it would go to Lion King. I understand why, but I hate that film a but lot. It's an ugly movie. It's a horrible okay, movie look, in its right. in it. Look, it's interesting in its content. If anybody, it's horrifying no, 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 no. In its if anybody decide, if anybody tries to defend like a Lion King's visuals, like sure, it's very realistic and gorgeous, but it's also very brown and ugly. The thing is, the, it's a visually, it's a visually like uninspired movie. The visuals of the animals themselves are probably the strongest suit of the movie. The thing is, they all act like zombies. So it, you have that uncanny valley. I saw a video of uh, of, Sim, of adult Simba singing My Shiny Teeth and Me. He doesn't even have teeth. <laughs> my shiny teeth and me. And who the fuck, whose idea was it to cast Seth Rogen in a movie and have that fucker sing? He can't <laughs> sing. <laughs> Seth Rogen doesn't sing. I don't understand that. They couldn't have gotten a double. <laughs> they couldn't just dub his voice over like they do with every other musical movie. I don't understand it. Yeah, my my bet's on 1917 for this, even though it, you know, it's not the one with the most flashy visual effects, but it typically goes to the one that isn't a, a blockbuster film. I would see I would understand it if it goes to like Endgame or Star Wars. It never goes to Star Wars. That's the thing. It never goes Star to Star Wars never wins a visual effects thing and neither have at least for the most part. I don't think a Marvel movie in recent memory has won visual effects. No. Unless I'm mistaken by like maybe Doctor Strange or something or that no. was nominated. No, 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 no. no, that was a year after. It was nominated but no. It was a year after Ex Machina, <laughs> but I'm thinking win. it was yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, no, I will go with 1917 on that. For uh for visual effects, I was gonna. What mention, about you? Um, well, uh, for visual effects, I think, like, I think this is, I, it's, it's either between seventeen seventeen or the Irishman. Mm. It's either or. Yeah. Um, I think what do I think deserves it more? I think here's the thing with nineteen seventeen. We mentioned before in like the last episode how we thought uh, nineteen seventeen was okay. It's yeah. an alright movie. I mean, it's like I, I think definitely it's one of like the very much overrated films. Like the typical overrated Oscar film that always that gets nominated for everything, like the American Sniper, you know? Yeah, it's how oh, that got fucking like ninety nominations in one night out of nowhere. <laughs> like, I don't think it had the most nominations, but yeah, it, it was had a like big 10. Oscar one. It had like ten nominations, dude. It had a bu- a bunch, mm. uh, a bubba, <laughs> a bubba, <laughs> a bubba bunch. Um, I think the Irishman is. I, I think the Irishman deser- deserves it in a lot more ways because, um. The way, uh, you, you, did you have you seen the behind the scenes of the Irishman? Did you see the camera setup that Scorsese's been using for his no. movie? Basically, instead of having like trace dots around like the actors' faces, you know how how they do like visual effects to de-age people, like in the Marvel movies or whatever. Uh-huh. They Scorsese had like had basically a three camera setup, a three ca- so every scene he shot, he shot with three cameras, mm. and those three cameras basically they just they capture like the the visual like uh the the features of the face and like um you know uh, both those cameras are like one's an infrared camera and the other one like just captures like the details of the face and everything and you know keeps track on them so they go back and they just do like the they just do the the they DH overlay swap. It. yeah they do they do like the dh swap and make them look way younger wow and for some points in the movie you didn't notice it and like that was like a complaint of mine that some of it you did but then i i okay <laughs> i've rewatched it's, the irishman like four most, times now. It's, it's more <laughs> 
<laughs> not bad. <laughs> no. It's more notable. No, let me tell only you. Only in like one scene for me. Oh, there's a few scenes. Like, admittedly, there are a few scenes where it's very noticeable and you could tell that's a CGI face. But then, like, rewatching it the next few times, I'm like, I realized that, like, wow, there are a lot of scenes where the where the 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 CGI is hundred percent there. Yeah. But you don't notice it at all. It's like seamless. We forget how wrinkly Robert De Niro is currently yeah. right now. No, yeah, you and know how they I, fucking you know Al Pacino up those had Al Pacino had a CG, had, had CGI uh he had a CGI facelift too. Yeah, no, I, I think all three that. of them do. I didn't all know that. Yeah. I mean, look at Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah, Joe Pesci. Yeah. <laughs> Joe and Pesci not, is not even is that. Really um, not even that. Like, I know this doesn't really have to do with visual effects, or maybe it does. But the old man, uh, uh makeup or that's I, practical, right? I think might be pra- uh, half practical, half uh, a mix. Yeah, a mix maybe because he's uh, on his way. Yeah. <laughs> oh I'm sorry. Oh that was God. that wasn't right. That was right. <laughs> knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> He's very old, man. That's the darkest joke I you've know, ever made. I know. On this show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Irish. God, I hope he lives a very long life. The Irishman. He has lived a very long life, but I hope he continues to keep on living. <sighs> the Irishman, yeah. You know. um, but it, it did look like a lot of it felt like, you know, at least it, it looked like it didn't take as much makeup and um, practical effects in the present day scenes as it did, you know, obviously with the. I mean, older, if it works, uh, it works. Older, so. If it worked, it, it worked really well for me at least. Nineteen seventeen, there were so many points where it's there's obvious CG. Oh no, the person me. turns into a CG like like, like doll. creature. Yeah, when they jump off a river, <laughs> it, you you do notice it uh, they, like, more. Like jump into the, the waterfall yeah. or whatever. It's, it's much more jarring a little bit in nineteen seventeen than it is in Irishman. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly. You know, because it really, for me, looking back, there's only like one big scene. It's that World War Two scene where you definitely notice it like way World more. World War One mean scene? You mean no World War Two? Wait, what are you talking about? In uh, Irishman. Oh, oh, Irishman. I they in 1917. That one flashback scene, the World War Two. Yeah, that's, that's the one that I feel like it's the most noticeable. Imagine, they, but imagine the rest of them doesn't feel. As imagine bad. they nominate Gemini Man. <laughs> Could you imagine? Have you seen the CGI Will Smith? Yeah. Oh my God, it's horrifying. It's weird. It's no, it's. Oh my god, it's horrifying. I don't like the frame rate Ang Lee shoots his movies now. Yeah, one twenty. So it's really weird. Yeah. Is it one twenty? It's one twenty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Most theaters aren't capable of showing that, so it's kind of pointless. Whatever. I miss Ang Lee being good. <laughs> uh, sound mixing and sound editing, we were gonna we we're gonna skip over. We really don't but, know what it would be. I, I mean, would say I have a good idea. I think if anything, this is both of these are between Ferrari versus Ferrari in nineteen seventeen. Because Ford v Ferrari would work uh, very well in because that's category. a technical marvel. Yeah, <laughs> like editing, sound design wise, like cinematography, just I, the way that movie was put together. I was didn't very, see the, like, I didn't see the film in theaters, but I heard from people who did. I saw it on an iPad. Not bad. <laughs> the, the, the true intention of watching it. Right, I watched The Irishman on a Nintendo when, 3DS. When, Dunk, <laughs> when Dunkirk came out, uh, you know how Christopher Nolan was having a hard on like how you're supposed to watch the yeah. movie like in film? I saw a tweet where it's like watching watching Dunkirk the way Christopher Nolan intended and he's watching it on DS. Yeah, that's, I love those. Those are the best. Um, I, I would say it would probably... The best one, the one I think that's most deserving of it would probably be Ford v. Ferrari. It isn't, and this is also coming from people like I've seen... I have know that I've seen it in the theater because you do like... It does feel like you're in the edge, like on the seat of the car, racing there in in the Le Mans. Race. It's just I also feel like just Oscar voters don't really know what sound mixing or sound editing is. Well, there like was, they, they they don't know the difference. So it's, it's weird because the there was that um, there was that rumor that they were going to just give up and put sound mixing and sound editing into just one sound category. Design, yeah, yeah, best da- sound design, which I don't know if it would be more beneficial. I mean. 
I, I think that, I, I mean, guess it wouldn't make more sense as an Oscar voter. I mean, the nomination itself, I think, you know, is deserve it, like it's deserving for like the sound people because if if you know, um, it, it's agreed upon in film that sound is what matters most in a movie. Yeah, sound hundred percent. If you have bad, if you ever go on YouTube and you watch like a really nice video, but it just has terrible sounds, you're not you're gonna click away. It's the you know sound really makes a movie, and that's why I feel like it has two nominations. I mean, two uh, categories. It's more it's more respectful because those are just I, I going from this obviously looking at it. It's, it's the just magic, two different teams. It's the magic that you don't see, but it's so necessary. Yeah. you know, and it's one of the most necessary parts of a movie. So I mean, I between all of them, the I think the ones that really do deserve it are uh, Forrest Ferrari and 1917. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I would. I would mm. do give a quick Ad Astra shout out because I would want it Dad to Astra, win something. Dad Astra, yes, yeah. but it's a very good movie, and I do like the sound. I watch it eventually. In, in it, a lot. It's very good. I, just, I really like it a lot. I watch it eventually. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard a lot of mixed things, but yeah, that's yeah. sound editing, sound mixing, film editing, which, the Irishman, yeah, Parasite, Joker, Jojo Rabbit, Ford v Ferrari. Okay, I'm. Uh, here's a hot take. I don't really care for Jojo Rabbit. Interesting. I do. I. I kind of think it's. Bad. <laughs> I think it's a nice movie. I, th- I think I, it doesn't stay with me as long. I saw a tweet that perfectly captured it. It's like a uh, discount Napoleon Dynamite with Nazis, and I kind of agree. It. I I agree with the Napoleon Dynamite thing because that's something I get a little bit weirded out by Taika Waititi films now. Taika's, that's just his style. Ta- I, guess. I know, but he is like he's one of those quirky filmmakers that just doesn't. Sometimes it just doesn't work. Like the ending of that film. I'm not going to spoil anything big, but like, you know, essentially it's set to a song that isn't really playing in real life in the movie. And so when you take your, when you start thinking about it, it's just these two people dancing in the street to no music at all. Like they're crazy people. And it's very weird. It's it's stuff like that that I found like kind of cringy. But for that film, for the most part, I, 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 I liked it mostly because... It was a good balance of tone between comedy and seriousness. I just felt like the, it was for, the kind uh, of movie. Taika. <clears throat> I, felt, I just felt like it was kind of the kind of movie to t- talk down to people. <laughs> I mean, you yeah, know? but I kind of understand the necessity of having a movie like this. You know? I don't. <laughs> I, I I don't. I don't know. It's I I don't really see why this kind of like I like it's not not to say that like oh you know like these kinds of movies shouldn't be made like you know making fun of the holocaust or anything like uh-huh. it's not making fun of the holocaust just making fun of it like, isn't making fun of the holocaust yeah, yeah. at all it doesn't just, make light of like it's just making fun of just nazis in general but yeah um it but which i, I, I think I, is kind of needed i think so i think it's i think it's fun you know i, I think mean, it's something I that think you could, the, it's all right to have i mean i just think the i just think the wes anderson twist on it doesn't didn't really work for me and there was points in the movie it that is very really made me feel like a Wes Anderson movie, and it kind of like borderline. It, it borderline ripped off a lot of it, but that's a strong word, obviously. Um, well, but what do you say? More so like Moonrise Kingdom. I haven't seen Moonrise Kingdom, so I have yeah, no idea. yeah, Moonrise Kingdom. That's the, I, one, I that, that's the get, one that looks like the most uh, comparable. You get to that mega film. Moonrise Kingdom vibes, and like not only just like the set design, like and, and the costumes, but like just the cinematography, the way it's everything shot. Um, you know, the movie's okay. It's it's a hard hard okay. You know? I liked it. It was it's, a nice sweet little film. Uh, I, to be honest, I I think Taika is a better blockbuster director than anything. I I admire this film even though, more it, so because even though it's Boy and most Hunter serious film. Good. Yeah, I, I I admire it more because it's like it's not being disrespectful to the time period of like when it talks about like you know I know a lot of Jewish people on Twitter don't like, like the movie. 
Well, sure, but it's not making fun of Jews. Yeah. Right? It's not like, you know, making light of the Holocaust or anything like it's that. Just a, the conversation it's one of those movies where it's like, I had to fucking ignore film Twitter to watch because... The like conversation the is interesting because a lot of people like compare, like not compare, but like they they usually mention like uncut gems and Jojo Rabbit in the same sense, in like the same conversation because of like it's depiction, not its depiction, but just like the way it treats Jew- Jewish people in the film. Yeah, it's very interesting. Like I didn't really look at it that way because you know I'm not Jewish, so yeah, I'm like out of that box. But that's a fascinating conversation. I'm just saying, like the yeah. majority, like film Twitter itself, like that's it, it's it's such a. I wouldn't say cancerous is the wrong word. It's such an annoying place sometimes, you know, when you're considering watching a film or not, because you have so many opinions that are just straight up wrong when you watch it and you have your own interpretation of the just movie. Watch movies. At the end of the day, make your own opinion about films is what I'm saying to all of you people. Not saying that you don't. I'm just saying in general, the more you know. You're basically you know? saying that they don't. I just fuck off. So <laughs> um, editing, we're going back to film editing. I would go with Parasite. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I think Ford versus Ferrari should take it. It'd be nice, but I think Parasite is the more likely front runner of Between, all this. I, I think Parasite has like really like beautiful ways to compare like to compare characters in, in a scene. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, there's a montage in, in, uh, in Parasite involving Rain, and it's breathtaking the way it's all put together. Not only that, like Parasite just kind of has a beautiful, a beautiful sense of pace. Where it knows how to build things up in the right way and then finish it off right at the right time. Yeah. And, you know, it's super satisfying. But for Safari, just the technical marvel that it is because, you know, if you've seen the movie, just all the different camera positions, all, you know, all the practical effects that were used. James Mango, like we said, is fucking great director. Yeah. Like, this movie is I would as say solid this as is his most... Get. Tech, like on a technical level, it's his most um, advanced yeah. film yet yeah, yeah. of, of his whole filmography. I agree. Typically, the winner of film best film editing goes on to also win best picture. That is obviously, you know, sometimes it's, that rule is broken in tradition. Sometimes, but interesting. Nineteen Seventeen isn't even on this, and we yeah, we, we're pretty sure Nineteen Seventeen is gonna win. But I'm I'm more confident that that movie will win more so than um, Parasite. Any, well, we'll get to best picture when we get to that. Yeah. But my money's on Parasite for yeah. that. I would, I could agree. Yeah, or like I, Ford v Ferrari sounds like the black sheep out of that crop. To be honest, for me. Oh really? I think the real black sheep is Jojo Rabbit. The thing is, I I could understand. I could see somebody voting Joker for some fucking reason. I mean, yeah, sure, but and Jojo I don't Rabbit. Why. I Jojo think Rabbit. A real black sheep there. No, I don't think That's so. That's the least likely for me to get nominated. Because Jojo Rabbit has gotten more. You could tell with the, you know the people in the other societies in the awards race that Jojo Rabbit is a like, it, even though it is divisive, it is getting some award love. So I don't find it as weird um, compared to like Ford v Ferrari, which hasn't really, which has really been shut out mostly from the competition. I mean, for a lot of it. I I mean, bro, it, it's gotten some love. Ford v Ferrari got a lot of love. Well, I'm saying in in the Oscar ballots. I'm saying I'm not. Um, well, in the Oscar ballots, sure. I'm saying in the other like category, the other award circuits that have oh, you know been general. nominated. It has it's been shut out of a lot of things. Right. Same with Irishman. Unfortunately, Netflix hasn't been having a good like award run win turnout this I mean, season, which is a shame. With I mean, them they, and Marriage Story, but it's still getting recognition. It is, which is nice. And they, you know? they've, they've had a great year in general. It's just whether or not they're gonna succeed, that's just yeah. You know, that that always just ends up being you know the deciding factor. But I think in general, Netflix has had a great year. You know, yeah, a lot of recognition for a lot of their films. You know, 
and, and like they're finally double doubling down on good directors. <laughs> like they're finally yeah. just going like balls in. They, Did we ever they get saw- to talk about their film schedule that they released, or most of their film schedule that they released for this year? We'll get to that when we do. Okay, no, I'm just trying to remember because like they are, they they're, they're definitely not stopping. Yeah, yeah, they're they're gonna keep on, especially when you have a fucking David Fincher movie on the works. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, was let's, manic? Yeah, manic. Mank. Mank. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, my I vote's say, on Parasite. I say for versus Ferrari, but right. my 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 good surprise would be Irishman. My big upset would be Joker. Yeah, my anything. big upset would probably be Jojo. If anything, mm. well, Joker Joker would be kind of an upset too because Joker the way it was edited is pretty corny, and that uh, and it's just like. Do you remember that I random want, point in the movie I, where Joker, where like it's mentioned that Joker went to an insane asylum and it just cuts to him smashing his head on the... Oh, yeah. That's so corny. I hate that. <sighs> like, it's so like, uh, in your... Like, like oh, he, he, he's a crazy... Uh, Joker like, le- Joker is a very surface level movie the more I think about it, which is disappointing in that sense. Yeah, whatever. So best cinematography. That's, you this, have, this is where it gets interesting. Yeah, you have 1917, you have Joker, you have The Irishman, you have The Lighthouse... Uh, and I think it's his only nomination, I believe. Yep. And you have Once Upon a <laughs> Time in Hollywood. Um, These are I, all very well. If we're going by Oscar, if we're going and by talented Oscar, people behind this, if we're going by straight Oscar Oscar history, they love black and white movies. They love black and white movies. Yes, but we've already had the award. Uh, the awards go out to the uh, in for the ASC, which is the American Society of Cinematographers, and, and that typically, that. yeah, Roger Deakins won for his work in 1917. So typically the winner of that um, award usually wins best cinematography in that. That being said, look, I wouldn't be upset if Deakins wins again. I'd be happy to see I'd, a I'd two-time kinda, Oscar winning, you know, cinematographer like Deakins. I'd be kind of upset. I would like to see The Lighthouse win though. I don't because it's the only category it's nominated for and it is a movie that is very well shot and um, has very well composition. I don't think I don't think certain act I, I the thing with like me and oscars is is like i don't think people should get an oscar just because they haven't gotten one before and in, in, in their work i don't think yeah i don't i, I don't agree with that i, I be- think you i believe just that the, for the best work you've done that year same like when people were saying oh leo only won because you know that was that was his first oscar and they wanted to give it to him i think that's bullshit because compared to that year he was the best one there and he, you know, he 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 like. Well, it depends on who you ask. Is, you know? on, it depends on who you um, on who you ask. I mean, yeah, about, it's all like a... what the revenant means to them. Sure, but I've heard the revenant has become like the revenant has become a more divisive film over the years. I think I, I think it's just the fact that like there's barely like there, there's barely any any characters in the movie. Mm. Like there is, but the movie is basically technical marvel. That's kind of the point of it, which I get, yeah. but. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really believe that you know. Like you know, I don't think Roger Deakins was the best one this year, and I don't think he deserves it. I think last. I think when when Blade he does Runner put in, through, he like, did. You know, yeah, he did deserve. Uh, he. I believe he did deserve it for his work on Blade Runner because that's but probably the most beautiful movie I've ever seen. You know? I wouldn't be upset by it because he does. You know, he's doing what Deakins usually does. He does well with his shot composition. And, I mean, and the whole one take thing. That's always that's a big narrative that's driving this film forward too. Okay, but it's which a is gimmick. Going, I know it's a gimmick, and that's what that. But that's what usually gets it. these votes. You know. You know. That's I'm what, saying as an as like an Oscar prognosticator, which I'm not. Oh whoa. <laughs> I would say more likely like that a movie fucking, like that. Uh, Gabagoo. Yeah. Gabagoo. Um, yeah, no, I think I it's don't... more likely like that film that he would get the win for that. Although I would like the lighthouse. The movie isn't even shot that well. That's the thing. Like the movie shot really okay. It's like like I've seen all of this before in better movies. That's my thing. Yeah. That's why like I, leaving in 1917. I'm like it should this should have been Alfonso Cuarón and uh, Emmanuel Lubezki. 
That should have been the movie right there. We would have, yeah, <laughs> you know, that would have been something, right? But like, I think I'm, I think Chivo is a is I'm a rougher. More, I'm Roger more Deacons. okay with I I I think I'm confident in saying I'm more okay with 1917 than you are. But like, I yeah. kind of I do also understand from a narrative standpoint why it's also shot in this way. There's no reason. No, I think it is. Why? Because the war is just never stopping. It's always just but a the entire pit of movie hell that is just never like you're you're never going to be like being cut from anything i mean but stuck the, with it most of the movie was just walking i'm just saying uh, thematically it makes sense why it's sh- like made to look like one shot but thematically it has to like but thematically it has to like make sense in context of like what's actually going on and what's actually being filmed yeah most of, most they're the going through the trenches of dead people and fucking death yeah everywhere. there's no reason for have to one no reason to have a one shot no, I think I th- I think I in the context that, of this film it makes sense because you're stuck I think it was there. just no, I think you, it was you're just not cut away from like the horrors of war. You're there and but it's not horrors? going to like the horrors. There's, there's dead barely, people all over the fucking barely, place. Okay, but there's no real there's no real like gigantic moment where they're like, oh my god, fuck this. Like and like it's just a vast fucking pile of bodies. You didn't like, think that with the fucking river sticks scene where he's literally like dr- uh, trying to get off of the pile of bodies in that river? Yeah, the one time in the movie. No, but they, that's a that's a critical not, point that really like exemplifies the movie is just that them point. walking around, and then it's just a one shot. I don't find that I I find there's but no reason for that. What they're walking around in is what makes that make sense. But they're the, but it's not the main focus of the movie. But it's not the main focus of like what's actually going on. And like most of the movie, it's literally just them walking around in, ter- in trenches. I disagree. I just I, I, I disagree. disagree with you. Yeah. I just like it's just I feel like I feel like the whole that whole movie like the whole one shot thing was used as a gimmick to sell the movie. And you could tell by just the marketing of it. It's just, oh my God, one shot. We can't believe this is such a, te- a technical achievement on every aspect. It's a one shot movie. We can't fucking believe it. Hey, watch fucking Birdman. You'll see a movie that actually, there's, there's actually fucking thematic reasons as to why it's one okay. shot. Come on. I see it. That I see it for Birdman for more of the claustrophobia that Keaton's character goes through. But it makes sense in 1917. And it stays as a theater. Because you're stuck there. Yeah, that too. But, but you're stuck there in the trenches. You're stuck there with the horror of, you know, world war one and everything that's going on around these two characters and there's no like there the the thing i like about it for the most part is that it doesn't cut away from anything you know yeah. you're stuck there uh, you, you're you're living in this hell black with in the these middle two of the people. movie yes <laughs> it's so funny it just cuts to black it kind of made sense because it gets knocked out that's so stupid I'm i know sorry. i know they could have done something creative but it's it's made to look like act one act two you know what I mean? So stupid. I thought it was all right. So stupid. You know what would be nice, though? Cheap. Robert Richardson for this, too. What? Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think his work yeah. in, in, this, in that movie See, is I very agree good, with that. too. I can agree with that. I do like Robert Richardson as a cinematographer. Wait. Honestly, like I'm not even joking. All these choices are good. They are all good choices. I, I honestly agree with Lauren Schur as well. Because he it's obviously, it's the most cinematography for a movie like Joker. But it's nice. It's very very well shot. And I think that's, I could agree that that's been probably one of the biggest highlights in Joker. Todd Phillips. Like, yeah, in, in Joker, but in like Todd Phillips's filmography as a the whole. The cinematography is always great. And the cinematography is always great. Like, the movies like genuinely, are like, a question in itself. Genuinely, like the like the way the, the Todd Phillips movies are shot, they're very they're very unconventional for just a comedy director. Yeah. You know? I agree Especially with that Especially like completely. War Dogs. War Dogs was shot great, even though was, it was kind of a Goodfellas ripoff, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> And that was all done by Lawrence Sher. Yeah, you know he's a good he's a good cinematographer. I I would I wouldn't be upset with this either. I would like him to win for this too, 
But my money, no, my, my uh, money, based on how this season has been going, would probably most likely go to Deacons. My heart would go to something like Lighthouse. Lighthouse, personally, because I want Lighthouse to get recognition. Or second to that, like a tie between Joker and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I like the cinematography. You ties. I sh- fuck you. I did it once. <laughs> I I would like so Irishman. <laughs> I would like Irishman. Uh, but um, my money's on Lighthouse. Yeah, and my personal pick is on Lighthouse for obvious reasons. But again, um, it's been known in Oscar Oscar history. They love black and white films. They love they love when when film is is uh, is emphasized. You they know? love when it looks like a movie from the past. When, when, yeah, <laughs> they love when it looks like a movie. Yeah, uh, but well, they all look like movies. They all debatable. Do. God, come debatable. On. That, that is bullshit. <laughs> debatable. Um, so your money's both on Lighthouse, basically. Yeah, and okay. I guess like a runner up. I. I mean, I don't want it to win, but 1917, probably. That's just the obvious choice. Yeah. But again, Oscar loves mediocrity. Look, so. I'm happier with him getting a nom for this movie than the fucking Goldfinch. Okay? Yeah, I forgot. Because remember, that. that was his follow-up to Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. All right? I mean, that's just a check, though. Yeah, that, that it probably was. Yeah. Production design. Yeah. Um, Parasite. 1917. Oh, Irishman. Jojo Rabbit. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Um, Parasite. For me personally, Fuck. I mean, yeah, that house is the fucking cornerstone the, honestly, of all of that whole of the entire no, film. No, actually, I'm very split. Either Parasite, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, because fuck, everything they did with Hollywood is crazy. If like, I know this wasn't like a, a major like point in the movie, but what well, kind of was? Yeah, uh, you're the, thrown back into this fairy tale land of 1969 Hollywood. Like, and the, it look, it, just, an, it feels like it. Right before the third act happens, and they start with the Kurt Russell narration. There's a scene where everyone just turns on their lights, ready to work at night, and you see a Taco Bell, you see a Cinerama. That, everybody see, talks about it's that gorgeous. Scene in that film. Yeah, it's, it, 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 oh, fuck, it's gorgeous. <laughs> I, I hit myself with my I know. With my headphone. Um, it's beautiful and it's so understated. It's not in your face at all. It's just in the background and it really just delves you into the world in the best way. It's a world that feels lived in and it's not through putting it in your face. About Tarantino's it, all about know? detail. Yeah. He's all about details like when he's world building and like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood really does put you in that in the same shoes as Rick Dalton or Cliff Booth. Like it's great. But then Parasite, the whole plot of the movie is surrounded by the is around this house and it's a beautiful fucking house it's gorgeous <laughs> even though a lot I, I, a lot of it's like cg and a horrifying basement yeah, yeah. um um a lot of it's cg but you don't uh, notice it yeah it, it's that sort of yeah. stuff that you you it's it very b- subtle. goes by your head you it's, wouldn't believe it it's very subtle uh the way bong joon ho was able to like you know shoot around the house you there's so many beautiful interesting shots so very dynamic. Um, just the way the like the the main reason why this house like the house we're just talking about the house, yeah. not even parasite, like just the house in general. But the that's reason, where because that's where most of the you where you, most of the production design is really focused because on, the whole, especially as an Oscar voter when like, you're thinking of that. The way entire too. production design is like writing on the fat uh, on writing on the plot. You know, like the yeah. like if anything, the one movie here that I'd say the production design is the plot is parasite, and it's a weird thing to say. It's yeah. like similar to like. I don't know. Um, like a Knives Out. Yes. Yeah. For example, yeah, yeah a Knives Out. Which also knives should out. have been. That yes. could have been a good, good choice it here really too. It really would have. It, it really would have. There's like you know a, a lot of it. You know, I, I probably would have taken that over fucking JoJo or. Well, they had or that one. That movie has good production design too. Okay, but it's every fucking Nazi movie. Yes, I. Know. You know, like know, it's, know. we've seen this so many times. I would have loved to see Knives Out. Knives Out would have been a good one, especially for like clothing. I mean, for like costume design. 
Costume design, yeah, but I'd say more they're all gorgeous. Like, product- <laughs> it's it's the they're str- just beautiful people. The biggest strength on a technical level is really the production of that whole house. Yeah, which they didn't even construct; they just found it. Yeah, they found it, um, and a lot of it they, they, it was CG'd as well. Yes. Um, for uh, which if, you don't even notice too. If you guys, I, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but if you guys are interested in like filmmaking and like you know like specifically cinematography, Steve Yenland, he uh, he shot uh, Last Jedi, Brick, and Knives Out. You know, most of the he's worked with movies. most of yeah, most of um, them. All of them, I, actually, all of them. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, at least uh, his feature films. They met in high school. Oh, so cool. yeah, they've been working together. Nice. Um, or no, uh, film school. Sorry. Um, if you go on his Twitter, there's a good breakdown on how they uh comp- they executed a lot of the very complicated shots in Knives Out. Specifically, there's a really cool uh thing with the reflection of uh the glasses. One of the grips made a forced perspective like window like uh like thing. Mm-hmm. So basically, it, refle- it like it reflects off the glasses to give off like a window look. And it's like really, it's it's really cool. It's really like detailed and in depth. I really recommend it. You know, there are a few tweets like, but it's it, it's it's cool stuff, especially if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not joking. My money's on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think that's gonna take it. Mine would be on Parasite, but my second choice would be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think I'd be happy with both though. Yeah. I'd same. be happy with either. Same. So either or the, but I think it it will go to Hollywood. But you know, I think we'll my see. third would be Irishman. Because that also isn't in your face as well, the same way that Hollywood does it. Yeah, you know? it's very, it's very much like blended into the story. Yeah, yeah, like it's not in your face about it. Like this is obviously the '60s. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. Was it the '60s or '70s? It 70s, starts right? off. It starts off, I think, in um, '60s, '70s, going okay. into what I assume is present day. Yeah, it's an era. I'm yeah. Too, yeah, I yeah. forgot how fucking. Because Jimmy Hoffa, Jimmy Hoffa, it started his reign in um his reign. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, it's like 60s to 70s. Yeah. Because they do go into the JFK assassination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, um, yeah, that's a great scene. It's a great movie. A, no, I know. That, that that scene, I just randomly thought about it right now, and I'm like, well, oh, damn. Were, were they in the diner? They're on the diner watching the TV. Kennedy's and I'm like, dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Makeup and hairstyling. Um, we, I don't know anything about yeah. it. Um, Bob is going to win. <laughs> I No, I think if I were to really pick Joker. one. Joker <laughs> or Judy? Paint. Joker or Judy? <laughs> Joker nah, or Judy? man. Mischief Why is Maleficent in this? Her cheekbones. Those are real. Huh? Aren't they? Uh, they made it pointier. I thought, oh, I, I thought she, I thought that's just how Angelina Jolie looks. You can cut paper with those cheekbones. She's, it's really scary. Yeah, it's sharp. What um, happened to her? Makeup, I'm um, hairstyling, uh, fucking, I don't know. It's really uh, weird, because it's like, no, I'm sorry, just quick tangent. Yeah. You ever seen how Angelina Jolie looked, like, back then in the 90s? She's gorgeous. What the fuck happened? She's it's really hot. She is beautiful, but it's still, like, what, what happened to her cheeks? Botox. Yeah, probably. Yeah, face face done. Scared um, the shit out of me. I think Bombshell's gonna win. Because that Megan Kelly, Charlene Theron. It's not uh, even that big of a oh deal. Oh my god, no. Not really. Oh, dude, it looks crazy. I'm it, the dude, dude. I'm sorry. It look I, I oh, hard disagree. It looks really good. I would more agree more. Um I would agree more with uh with Judy. Cause I, I like that. I, I like their transformation. I haven't into, seen Judy. Well, I mean, just look up pictures of Renee Zellweger and Judy Garland. You mm. definitely see it, you know. But like Joker, sure, I guess. I mean, why for Joker? Uh, it's fucking clown makeup. Clown makeup, but you eh, know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> never mind. You, you know, know? It's like um, it's not really. Zazzy Beats still looks like Zazzy Beats, nineteen eighties Gotham, New York. Not even. It just looks like Z- it. Look, it just looks like Zazzy Beats, like normally. Yeah. Not even in, in fucking. No, that's exactly Gotham, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there's no, there's nothing really special about that. Um, I haven't seen Judy, but damn. Yeah, no, Jesus. the makeup in Judy is really good. That's Renee Zellweger. That's crazy. Yeah, 
Oh, damn. I didn't know that. Okay. Was she in Rent? Have you seen the movie Rent? I have not. I've heard very good things about that film. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't have anything for makeup and hairstyling. Documentary short as well. Same with documentary. Although I've heard Honeyland is a really good film. Yeah, Honeyland is the An one American I Factory, which is the one uh, produced by the Obamas for Netflix. Mm. Yeah. Which is also coming out on Criterion. Did you hear about that? What? That's also the, one of the films they announced for Criterion. That's so weird. Uh, I mean, I, I get it. I mean... I've heard the I've heard the narrative of American Factory is very compelling too. Where I've heard, like, yeah, no, I it, mean, it's like um, like I, I assume it's like workers from China working in an American factory or something like that, and it's like you know, job losses and all that. From what I've known, from what like I've seen from like you know, uh, everything believe, online and, yeah. and Oscars and you know everything, I think this one's gonna go to Honeyland. I don't but know. But I want to watch Honeyland. I've heard really good things about it. I, I'm not confident in any in, in picking anything from these uh, three categories. If I had to put money on it, Honeyland's probably. Um, probably Honeyland or American Factory because that's the one that people know the most. You know what bothers me, though? There are some really good documentaries, and they do this every year, especially last year, that they just straight up ignore. Three Identical Strangers. Is Three Identical one. Strangers. Won't You Be My Neighbor? Yeah. Which is the big one from yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. I think the Robin Williams one was also shunned like, like a lot oh, as well. But yeah, documentaries. Yeah. Uh, original score, uh, 1917, the corniest score of the year. Joker. Joker, Little Woman, Marriage Story, Rise of Skywalker. My money's on Marriage Story. My money is not on Star Wars. This is probably John Williams' worst Star Wars score. It's just, it's all the same scores he's done before. That's yep. the thing. There's nothing, nothing new. really new yeah. in this. It's not a bad score, but it's not something that would be... They nom- they nominated it because it's John Williams. Yeah. Really. Yeah. My money's on Marriage Story. Probably, yeah. That's the that's the agree. sweetest score out of all of them. Oh wait, it's oh, very very. Nice. I mean, my money's gonna be on Joker. My money's on Joker. Oh shit! Never mind. My okay, money's never on Joker. Mind. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Because Hilder, um, I can't I can't pronounce her last name, but uh, same composer as oh, um, like <laughs> I can't I I am t- not even gonna attempt it. I'm sorry about that, um, because I know I'm gonna butcher it. It's the same composer as uh, Chernobyl for the HBO series Chernobyl. Which is yeah, great. she's she's been winning all these awards too. She won the Golden Globe for best score, I believe. She's won, I, I'm sure she's won other awards as well for this, and um, it makes a lot of sense. That never mind. That's the clear front runner yeah. out of all of these categories. My my personal choice would be, I'd say Marriage Story. It would be Marriage Story for me because Randy Newman does, even though it is great. basically the score from Tour Story Three. Yeah. It's a very beautiful and sweet score. 1917. That is. is <laughs> that really works with its juxtaposition of you know the story itself. 1917 which, yeah. is just funny. 1917 only has like one track I remember. Yeah, and that's in the big scene in, uh, the when he's running. Yeah. yeah, and the one scene with uh, I, the one scene with um, all of them just uh, sitting around. Oh, that's just a song. Is it? That's not. A, that's yeah, that's not a score, a score or anything. It's just there's points in the movie where the score just comes in randomly. Yeah, and it just kind of ruins it. It's weird. I think Joker. Yeah, I think that's the my, my money's on Joker. And my, I wouldn't be mad either. Would, yeah, I wouldn't be mad for it because it is a good great score. score. It's a very good score. Yeah. Um, and my my personal choice would be Marriage Story if um that's not the case. Mm. You know, because I really really like that score. Mm. It's good. Yeah. Uh, Original song. Um, I don't. Care. I'm standing with you. From I know there's the one Rocket Man song. Which yeah. I, I that's my pick because Rocket Man got no love and that breaks my I heart. Don't, I don't. I yeah. I I would go with it, but I don't like the song really that much it's okay I, there's no other song here that i listen to <laughs> well okay here's the nominees Wait, i'm there? standing with you from breakthrough it's some christian movie there i saw 
Uh, Into the Unknown from Frozen 2. The only nomination for Frozen 2, by the way, which I find hilarious. Uh, Stand Up. I don't know where it's from. I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man, And I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away. I don't know which one is that. I think... Oh, yeah! God, That's so funny. I forgot. So the, hard. The, the song from Lion King that Beyonce composed originally for that film isn't even nominated for this. Good. It's so fucking bad. I hate Good. that song. It's, it, it's so out of place. Beyonce, didn't it? it <laughs> <laughs> it's out I of take. I it, fucking hate her. <laughs> it's so out of place also, which is really, really like funny for that film. Because the rest of it is just covers... From it's just new renditions of the new of the you, you know, know why the old soundtrack. Only, you know why that was made. And then a random Beyonce so song is there. Disney can say they have a Beyonce song. Yeah, and they didn't even get the award recognition for it. My that's, my money's on Into the Unknown because I personally I like that song out of all of them. <laughs> that's the only that's <laughs> that's one out of two good things from Frozen Two as a It's kind of crazy how shove how under the sh- under the dirt fucking Frozen Two got good. <laughs> It's such a middlesome film. I haven't seen it. it. There's nothing important about it aside from that song and uh, Lost in the Woods because I like Jonathan Groff's as a singer and it's like an 80s rock ballad that just randomly placed into this film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, beats me. Um, costume design. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Little Woman. The Irishman. Jojo Rabbit. Joker. Uh, that's my pick. Little Hollywood. Women. Yeah. Little Women. That's all the- they always go. Or so Little Women, obviously. Almost looks like Barry Lyndon. Did. I'll, I'll look it up. I believe but, it did. Uh, let's go to... My, money, woman, my li- money's on Little Women. Little Women's Straight a good up. choice. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, that's kind of, They're kind of tied for me. Uh, both being like my fa- like like my 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 favorites and like you know just who I think would win yeah hollywood more so i like personally for me cuz like i feel like the costume design in that movie perfectly reflects everyone there also like the, the oh re- what rufi carter for black panther she won costume design last year oh that's good yeah no i remember that's that good. was a, that was yeah. one that was well deserved yeah that's good yeah. um yeah going back to this um i think the costume design perfectly reflects like each character you know, with Cliff and like the the Hawaiian shirt and uh, and like uh, uh, Rick with you know the leather jacket and everything, he looks really cool. Uh, I mean, you, also you, like it, like it feels the, very sixties. And also yeah. like the re- um, them remaking uh, the clothing of Sharon Tate and Bruce Lee and everything. Like it was, it's really. And really then lovely. you know, when, not even just that, but like the costume designs of the shows that they're in too. Yeah, like all yeah. the Bounty oh Law costumes God. are great. Bounty Law. Bounty Law. Starring Rick, Rick Dalton, Dalton on NBC. Can't wait for Bounty Law. Oh, it's going to be so Bounty, fun. If you didn't I hear, want Leo to be back. You didn't hear I want Law. him to get him back. <laughs> Bounty Law is going to be a, a miniseries on Netflix, right? No, they they don't know uh, who who's going to be, sh- uh, be showing it. It'll most likely be Netflix. But yeah, Tarantino's going to direct like five episodes of the Bounty, Bounty Law. Bounty Law. <laughs> it's it's a, most likely starring Leo. Yeah, it has to. Hopefully. hopefully like who yeah. would it, else would star in it? I think Leo would just like Leo is just a whore for Scorsese and and Tarantino. Yeah. He'll do anything for them. Well, James Marston's um, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, that's funny. Which was cut out from the movie, but uh, I saw that the scene with him. Red Apple. Red Apple. Take a bite. Hey, Burt Reynolds, what do you think about Red Apple? Huh? Red Apple. They're great. Take a bite of Red Apple. This tastes like fucking shit. Take a bite. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so yeah, Hollywood or Little Women? I can. I, my my money is both on um, Little Women, most likely because it, that's just usually how it is. You know what's one that got shoved? That got snubbed out mm. of this category, which is upsetting. Dolomite. 
Dolomite yes. That which is also Rufy Carter as well. Yes. But still, the costume design in that, it's so it's great. It's so good. It's funky. It's funky. Yeah. I just love Eddie Murphy's walk in that movie. I just, love it. Mm, mm. Mm. <laughs> I put my dick in the dirt. <laughs> uh, original screenplay: Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, Parasite Knives, Knives Out, Out, 1917. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or Parasite. Honestly, I would I love think, Knives Out. No, you know who I who I think is gonna win? Who? Who I got? I think Marriage Story has my money. I think Marriage Story is gonna win this. If I had to pick a personal one, it'd be Ryan. Obviously, yeah, I would love my boy to get an Oscar. That'd be that 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 that'd be great. But honestly, I think Marriage Story is is definitely gonna take this one. I think it's probably the one with the biggest chance because I in general we'll, I will yeah. get into this later. But I have doubts that it will get any big traction for picture for best picture or best actress or best actor. Yeah, me too. Or but like I, I think of, I like agree, a, yeah. a, original screenplay has the second biggest shot because there's another category where it's nominated for which I think will actually win for that. But um, Ryan Johnson would be my like. My, that would be the I'd be best. So happy. That would be the yeah. biggest surprise of the whole night. Yeah, and that's just a big fuck you to Red Skywalker. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be so sweet. It would be really sweet if he got the win for that. Personally, because I don't know Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's chances so far. It is the most popular pick out of all of them and, because and it's the one that's made the most money and, and it's Tarantino's, the one that's been there for a while and it's, it's been getting traction since. It's then. Tarantino's most elaborate script too. That too. There's so many like there's so many different segues and different. Uh, you know, uh, strings attached to, to the movie. If I were to rank it, one being like the most likely they'll actually win, and uh, to like four, because I think the the one that's least likely going to win out of all of them is nineteen seventeen. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Like my number one would be, my number one would be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. My two Marriage would be Paris. No, Parasite. No, for me, I'm saying. Oh, okay. Parasite would be my number two. Marriage Story Hollywood. would be my number three. Parasite. And uh, then Knives Out would be my number four. Knives Out, yeah. yeah. That's the like that one feels like I, I it's less of a black sheep choice than 1917, but that's like the one that would be like, oh shit, they did I, it. Yeah, you know? I, I think like just putting my money's yeah, Bad Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, and Knives Out, and 1917 in that order. Um, would I prefer probably? I would love again Ryan to win. Um, Hollywood would would be nice. I'm to be honest, Parasite would be great too. But I think Parasite is more than just the screenplay. There's a lot more with in, in Parasite than just the screenplay. Because I yeah. feel like with a lot of these movies, the screenplay is the the big drawing point. Like, for example, Marriage Story. I think the, the movie is the entire screenplay. Per- you know? Personally, yeah. The, my money would, like... I would personally like Marriage Story to get the win. Mm-hmm. Over I, most I, I of them. think that's most likely. You know, I I, I genuinely believe it's, that's it's most like likely. a it's like a tug of war between that one and like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hollywood, is, like in my heart, yeah, personally. Hollywood in my heart, like yeah, it's a great script, but also in my heart, Ryan. You know, I I, I want Ryan to win. Yeah, it'd be great. Because just but. imagine, like, because there's a gif around of uh, him and Noah Sagan winning that one award. I think it was for the Golden Globes. I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, imagine getting a gif for that in the Oscars, yeah, you know? I don't know, He'll put it everywhere. <laughs> uh, for so yeah. My, yeah. yeah. My, my money, my money, personally, is on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mine's on Marriage Story. My my heart would go for, like, Marriage Story, Hollywood, or Knives Out. My, well, yeah. Parasite or Knives Out. Yeah, I, I'd say... interchangeable. Yeah, I'd say... I'd say Hollywood. I mean, I'd say Hollywood or Parasite, but my, my real heart goes to, to Ryan. Yeah. But. 
I have my issues with Knives Out too, but you know. Yeah, but that's a very good script too. Yeah, yeah. You know, for the way it's structured, everything, how everything's yeah. set up, paid off. It's great. Um, foreign for, language film, yeah. Parasite, Pain and Glory, uh, Pain and Glory, Honeyland, Corpus Christi, Les Misérables. Now I've heard nothing but amazing things from Pain and Glory. I've, I've heard same, nothing but amazing things, but same, it's Parasite. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, no Parasites. Yeah, Parasite because like it's the only one I've seen out of the bunch. As, and, it, but it's the one I think it's going to win the most likely. It's also probably one of the most accessible foreign films ever. Yeah. Would be, to be nominated what for would an Oscar. be amazing is if it won best foreign language film and best picture. That that's, but they'll never do that. Yeah, because you know, I'll, it bothers me when there's always usually like one foreign language film in a best picture nominee because it's like it kind of feels like that obligatory like slot that it's one like, of those movies are it's like Toy Story taking. 3 and like best animated uh, fi- yeah like yeah, it's, it's the obvious pick like they're always gonna put one obvious pick like last year was Roma yeah and this year it's Parasite yeah I would want more foreign language films to be nominated for like best picture in general I think Parasite just deserves it more in general because it's a movie anybody can relate to and watch yeah for you sure know? And I, and I don't think I've seen a movie, like a foreign language movie, be this. Everyone's talked about, you know, everyone's talked about this movie. Yeah. Um, Although I think, personally, yeah, it's like I've heard really good things about Les Mis. I've heard really good things about Pain and Glory. I've heard and amazing Land. things from Pain and Glory. Yeah. And, uh, but like my money realistically and in my heart, because it's the only one I've seen, obviously, is Parasite. Parasite. Yeah. 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 Uh, Best and, animated feature yeah, is, is going to be an interesting one. Toy Story 4, Lied, Lost My Body, yeah. Claws, Missing Link, How to Train Your Dragon, then World. I think Missing Link... Missing Link was the biggest surprise out of the Golden Globes. Yeah. Cause it Even they won. were surprised. Yeah, because like, holy shit. Even though it's not a great film, it's okay. I think Kubo and the oh Two Strings is much better. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's like, a, yeah. visually, it's always going to look amazing. I love me stop motion. Yeah. I love, love stop motion. But like, I, I, I'm surprised about this. Personally, realistically, I think Toy Story 4 is going to get the win. I would be very, very happy if lo- I lost my body, got that win mm-hmm. as well. Because I, I, I have seen that movie and it is a very good one. Klaus, I've heard it's a technical like Marvel for an animated film, mm-hmm. so I don't know if that ever gets like a win against it. Wait, scroll down for a second so I could just um, see the rest. How to Train Your Dragon, I, I, I think it's. Just I've like never seen a How to Train Your Dragon movie. I've seen the first one. I really like it. I've heard the second one is very very good. I don't I've know heard all the of them are one. great. Yeah, I've heard all of them are great. Yeah, but um, that would be really funny though, just as like another fuck you to Disney because they didn't get a nomination for Frozen Two here, even though they thought they were. <laughs> Everybody thought they were going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but um, Missing Link or like I Lost My Body or Klaus, anything that isn't Disney winning, this would be the funniest fucking thing in the world. Yeah, it would be. But personally, I I mean, I have no, I don't know either because I, you've seen Toy Story 4. Yeah. You know, is it really worth it? No. Really? I mean, yeah, but completely unnecessary. Mm. And like, it, it's, it's a movie, it's a movie that had closure <laughs> I didn't think I needed. But then I realized like what the real point of like Toy Story Four was. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, it's good. It's a good, it's a good placement. Mm. I'm not I'm not angry about it. I'm not like Incredibles too angry about it. It's not that type of thing where like it leaves it open like a Toy Story Five, right? Uh, um, I don't think so. I I really hope I don't so. think so. Cause look, like I don't know if we've talked about this before. I'm sure we have talked about this before. Three is the perfect way you could end that story. It's a it's Com- the, one like, of the best endings to a trilogy ever. Yes. So by having a Toy Story four, you're already like I was already scared by Toy that Story four. I'm telling you, it it brings a different kind of closure. Yeah, I that's I from what I've heard, I I can I know what you're talking about. But it's yeah. definitely not as it feels like definitely an epilogue. Mm. It feels like an epilogue to that story, which which is probably a good thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut I'm gonna watch it when it drops on Disney Plus in like I think in a couple days actually. Woo. Yeah. Um, My money goes for Toy Missing Story Link. four. My heart would go for. 
I lost my body. I haven't seen Missing Link. I haven't seen any of these besides Toy Story Four. But I'd, I'd say Missing. Yeah. Well, okay. I, Missing honestly, Link would be really fun. I would be, I even would though be, it's an okay movie. I would be satisfied with Toy Story Four. But then again, it's obviously a Pixar movie. Always has to get, you know, best anime feature, which sucks. Well, not opinion. last year when Spider Verse won. Woo! Yeah. Um. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, supporting supporting actors Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell Laura Dern for Marriage Story Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit Florence Pugh for no, Little sorry. Women No sorry Florence Pugh Pugh? Yeah Alright Florence Pug for Little Women <laughs> And Margot Robbie for Bombshell <laughs> Pew 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 uh, Laura Dern Laura Dern That's the one that's gonna win like, Yeah I, I, She's won all wow. the other awards Margot at this Robbie point. I just realized she got nominated for this Yeah And why? apparently there's nothing important to her <laughs> Yeah at, why in this movie at all. Uh, Apparently there's nothing important to Bombshell in general Yeah apparently It's a bad movie From what I've heard makeup Yeah I I don't really I see Laura Dern yeah Yeah I haven't seen Richard Jewell um, Scar Johansson was okay in Jojo Rabbit I liked her performance a lot in Jojo Rabbit I think it's crazy It's that not she as good as Mary That's a fucking awesome thing that, for that's her That's an awesome achievement yeah. yeah No but 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 I think it's kind of I'm not upset by it Because those are two equally really good performances I think No not equally Because I think his performance in Marriage Story is much better And obviously it's grander Because she's a leading role in this Or a co-leading role But I do like her performance in Marriage In uh, Jojo Rabbit Scratch Florence Pugh so for hot. Yeah she is That too <laughs> Florence Pugh for Little Women I like and she is pulling double duty by playing both a little... Uh, I was going to say a little person. A little uh, woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh What's that Scott Wampler tweet? I went yeah. to see little women. I'm upset. They're all the same size. Uh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, Florence Pugh, I don't think she deserves that. I think her, her role She's pulling this year double was, duty as you know a younger... As a 14... Yeah. As a 14-year-old and as like a 26-year-old. And I for me, I believed it. You know, I didn't buy that it, would be something interesting if she won that one. I, I Laura Dern. I don't know yeah. why Margot Robbie's nominated for this. It's fine. Laura Dern's winning. So. Wouldn't she be better off with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Like that's why I don't understand. I mean, I don't get. I mean, I don't think her performance in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is even her like her best, but it's a great performance. It is a great performance, and like symbolically, like it, it 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 elevates the film more so. Yeah, because of what she represents in that film. I don't understand movie, why that makes over, the movie, why, why this over. Um, it's so weird. Her that. presence in the movie makes the movie much more, much more warmer, warmer and melancholic. Yeah, yeah. Especially in the end. Um, I say we both got Lauren Dern for this. Yeah, realistically, yeah. Lauren Dern gives a really good performance, even though I hate her character because I like I don't like her character in the movie because she makes me angry. Yeah, but she's you great. Know? Yeah, she does it well. I would like Kathy Bates. That would be fun. Here I like the little. Narr- I like the narrative that's been going on since Sandler got snubbed. Where it's like, yeah, I did it for you, mama. You won. You're going to win this, mama. Oh, my baby boy. <laughs> I love the water boy so fucking much. Best, I love the water best supporting boy. actor. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes. Uh, Dunk Achino for The Irishman. <laughs> uh, Joe Pesci, The Irishman. <laughs> Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's yeah. been winning. All, uh, Brad Pitt won the SAG Award. Yeah. The Golden Globe Award. The... Um, yeah, the the ones with the big acting categories. Like he, my he's money's wonder. on Brad Pitt. My heart's for Dunkachino. What's M- my name, Dunkachino? Say say hello to my chocolate blend. I <laughs> say hello hate that. to my chocolate blend. It's insane to me that the actual two popes got nominated yeah, in both of their for categories anything. for a movie that I've heard is very much like something I can nap to. <laughs> yeah, fuck. But hey, fuck Willem Dafoe. Yeah, no, that's the biggest snub out of that's, all, that I, whole category. I think, I think that's a simul- I think everybody could agree 
that was the just one of the most disgusting. He was supposed snubs. to win the Golden Globe for that. You know? He got nominated for it. It's a shame. How are they not? Ca- oh, I don't understand it. Yeah, I my I, money's on Brad Pitt. I want out of the to two win. in Irishman. I would like Joe Pesci because I love that narrative of him just coming out of retirement and also like he gives a very really good and different performance than he usually does. I don't and know. I think that Al, would be fantastic. I think in that movie, Al gave the best. Al, I mean, Al gives like the most Al Pacino Wait, role he's oh, done yeah. in a while Wait, sorry, in a good way. Solidarity. 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 I love it. Brad With a knife, it, you run. But the thing is, a gun you charge, a knife you run. <laughs> That's my boy, Chucky. Get, I raced him. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he shot me. It felt like a pellet. I don't know. <laughs> I The thing is, I wouldn't... Brad Pitt's the best... Like, Brad Pitt gives a fantastic performance in that as well. But I've heard Even a lot of chatter. Even though I think he's mostly like yeah. a co-lead. No, no. Really, I've, I've heard a lot film. of chatter. Well, supporting actor, you know. True, but like... Yeah, he does. As, he does carry the yeah. film just as much. As yeah, Leo. yeah, I agree. Um, he's it's very well deserving if he won. I've it. heard a lot of argument though that Dad Astros was his best performance. It's the better one of the two because it's the, it's not the most acting, but you do feel for his character a lot more mm. in a different way than you know than Cliff Booth. But I do like Cliff Booth a lot in that in that movie. So Tom no. Hanks is a surprise to me because he hasn't been nominated since Castaway. I thought he was nominated for Captain Phillips. Nope, so weird. He wasn't. That's crazy. The Academy hates tom hanks for some reason he has I would two be oscars very... though right one for philadelphia and one for, one forrest, for gump, forrest right? gump i believe so yes uh, but his last nomination was for castaway back in like yeah, um, 2002 Wait, I, I i have one quick thing to say i wouldn't be upset by that that would be a very nice little surprise don cacino yeah my what so what's your what's your vote Dunkachino. I already <laughs> said my money's on brad pitt i think he's got 100 gonna win but my heart's to Dunkachino. I wouldn't be upset by any of these wins aside from Anthony Hopkins because I haven't seen him in this movie. Mm-hmm. But uh, my heart and my realistic vote would go for Brad Pitt because mm. I, I do really like his performance in that. And honestly, it's why not? He, he Give him a fucking Oscar. Again, because he did win one for uh, 12 Years a Slave, I believe, right? Yeah. Didn't that win Best Picture? Best Picture, Okay, yeah. yeah. Adapted Screenplay. The Irishman. The Irishman. Joker. Little Joker, Women. Little Woman. The Two Popes. The Two Popes. And Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. I said Juju Rabbit. Jesus. Juju Rabbit. Oh God. Oh wow. No, <laughs> not not good. <laughs> um, Irishman. Yeah. Irishman. Yeah. I think Steve Zalian is. It, it, I don't know if Steve Zalian's ever won an Oscar has. as well. I don't think he has. But that's a very tight script that knows what it's talking about. It knows what it's doing, and it it's it's it doesn't leave any stone unturned. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it works very effectively as a script. Joker is not a good script. No, it is arguably it is the a worst fight, part of the movie. It is a Fight Club and Martin Scorsese homage for like less Fight of that Club, film. more garbage. Yeah, it, I'm just saying because of that twist, it bothers the fuck out of me. I mean, that man. twist I, honestly, it's, it's the worst part of that whole film. Oh no, oh no, everything for around me. it. I it just the unsubtlety of you know. Okay, all right, real, real quick, like tangent. I got so fucking angry at Twitter the other day. <laughs> I always do, but. There's people defending the fucking really stupid, uh, the really stupid scene towards the end of Joker where Joaquin Phoenix say, uh, we're going to sit there like good little boys and just take it. That's I, I can't believe people actually defend that dialogue. I'm not mad by it. It's so bad. I'm so, it's so bad. It just conveys when Joker's how just much fucking of a fucking screaming weirdo like a little, he is. Screaming like a little baby there. 
Like, like, dude, I hated it. That movie's he's a so fucking unstable weirdo. Huh? Like, he, he's, he's losing his fucking mind. Okay, but, he, okay I, but he's not acting like I a wasn't ups- child for the, for the whole movie. Yeah, he's acting like a crazy man, but he's not acting like a fucking child. And then, the, honestly, like, the joke, the way I see Joker, at least, if this movie is just all about the spirit of Joker, and yes, I understand it's a different interpretation, whatever. But still, you got to keep the spirit of Joker, like, alive in the movie. That's just a constant. I don't think Joker would just be, like, like complaining about his entire life in, in front of everybody. It's weird. If anything, he'd probably just say, yeah, my life sucks, but fuck you. <laughs> like, you know, like... I get it, but for that interpretation of Joker, it's just... That's the thing. It's the opposite of what you said. It's very uncontrolled. He, he's, he's going through two different fucking, like, phases. But he's like, going insanity and trying to though. act like a normal person. But he went through a transformation. Yeah, I know, Joker, but, like... He's not, he's not, like, Arthur Fleck anymore. And that's my whole issue with, like, just, like, what's going on with, like, the movie. It's I kind of disagree, because he kind of teeter-totters back into, like, being, like, the whole a point stable of, person. Then what's the whole point of the Joker person. transformation? I, I, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not so upset by that line delivery, because, like, it just shows how much of an unstable I think person genuinely, he is. I think genuinely... And how weird it comes off, you That know? movie turned off for me when that scene happened. Mm-hmm. Like not specifically just the end scene with Murray, but like I guess everything they were saying together. I think it just all the dialogue for me, between it, them. It kind of just encapsulates his character and it, like the film's weird, unintentional intention of that film, portraying I, ignorance and just oh no, like it's I, I just, don't know it it, it 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 how it just doesn't take responsibility for anything. I couldn't disagree more, which man. is fascinating and frustrating for me more so um, in the last like the last couple times I've thought about it. No, I, I couldn't disagree more, man. I don't think the intention behind that was to show what kind of character he, like he already is. I think if there was a transformation, he already should have had that transformation. It shouldn't be titter tottering between two characters. It's weird because you know? that's what the movie does, you know? And, that, know. and, and, and like, and like, that's just, unfo- that's just being unfocused in my opinion. The movie is unfocused. Like I, exactly. I, I feel like it's accidentally unfocused. That's why I shouldn't win. You know? <laughs> no, I, I don't think it should win either. I, well, uh, Recently, as of last night, as of last night, Jojo Rabbit won the. I don't know what two popes is. So yeah. Oh yeah, Jojo Rabbit. No, <laughs> it won the WGA last yeah, no, night for that. best adapted screenplay. So it has that leg up in it's it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know what the weird thing is? It's not really adapting much from the source material. Like, have you listened to Taika's DGA episode on this? No. He basically took what was like the first couple of chapters from that book and then made his own spin on it. Because the original source material for Jojo Rabbit is that, like, he meets the Jewish girl, but then it goes, the rest of the narrative goes, like, years beyond World War II. And I assume it follows those two characters, and it's much darker. So, like, I don't really understand it. Like, I guess adapting it, like, the first 30 pages of that book, it, it's weird. It's already got that leg up because of the D- WGA win, but... My money would be on Irishman, and I would want Irishman to win. You know, well, no, my money. Eh, the WGA doesn't really dictate that much, at least from what I can remember right now. Like on on what, what wins and what doesn't. So my money and my uh my heart would go to Irishman for this. I think Little Women is a good script as well. I think that's the strongest. That's like the second strongest out of that whole crop, for me. And I'm saying this because I haven't seen Two Popes either. So I mean, my. Uh, my money goes to honestly my money goes to Joker <laughs> that's gonna be the one that's gonna accept a lot like that's like a Bohemian Rhapsody type of upsetting Ugh. thing which bothers me but yeah I wouldn't be surprised either I'd be upset you know um, yeah my money I'd be a on, dad my money's I'm not, on I'm not, I'm not I'm not surprised I'd just be disappointed you know my money's on yeah Joker yeah. and then my and then I, Irishman's my is my pick I'd say. I'm going both for Irishman. Uh, so, 
I'm gonna scroll up for Best Actress. We have Cynthia Arrivo for, for Harriet. Harriet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Sasha Ronan for Little Woman. Renee Zellweger for Judy. Charlize Theron for Bombshell. Um, uh, Renee Zellweger. She's won all the awards leading up to this. She won the SAG. She won the Golden Globe. She won the Critics' Choice. She's won. It's even though I've heard no talk. I've heard what? nobody. I've heard nobody like like on Twitter at least campaigning for her. I just I just know she's just been winning. Yeah. Because she's the one that's like, <laughs> the, I, the I assume she's the one that wants the Oscar the most out of all of them. And even though I've heard mixed know, things Star about Joe Judy. Is really, is really fighting for that Oscar. Yeah, but I'm saying the way this narrative has been going so far this season, that's the, even though I've heard mixed things about that film, that is the one that is the one thing that is like the strongest part of that whole film, which is her performance as Judy Garland. Mm-hmm. And they typically, they typically do award, uh, give the award to like, you know, and uh, like to a performance that's based off a real person. So that has that leg up, you know, compared to like Cynthia Erivo as Harriet, which I don't want to really, I don't really understand why that's there. Yeah. It, you know, it, I've kind of heard from everybody. It's a bad movie. Yeah. And it's, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not degrading Cynthia Erivo as an actress because she is a fantastic actress. She's really good in, um, when she broke out in ba- Bad Times of the El Royale, which is really, 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 really good in The Outsider on HBO. It's just one of those roles that's like it's just one of those uh, like nominations that comes out of nowhere, you know. Because I've heard nothing really good I've about heard, it. Yeah, I've heard it's a not about the like, film not itself, movie, yeah. and it's and it just comes as a surprise for me, you know. I could see the narrative spin of it to like avoid an Oscar so white thing, you know. It's weird. The thing is, what could have what could be subbed in for like. Like either her or Charlize Theron because I've heard she's not good as making Kelly either. I've heard she's good. I've heard she's good I I I've I've heard it's okay, really. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I've heard very bad. Julia things Fox about for Uncut Gems. I'd be supporting. We'll actors, talk about really. Uncut Gems in a little. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, Julia Fox is good, but I don't think that would get like a yeah, big no, award no, push no, for that. No. What would be another one? Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody else from Little Women as well. You know, mm-hmm. Sir Sir Sh- Sharon is really good in Little Women. Yeah. But I don't know who would be considered a. But she's definitely she's definitely no she's definitely she's the definitely lead the lead in that. In that. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, my God, I'm trying to remember here. Hmm. There has to be other ones, at least from that. It. it oh God, Alfre Woodard. What Alfre Woodard for Clemency? I, I believe she was nominated. I, I believe she was nominated for the SAG and the Golden Globe, and I've I've heard really good things about the performance. But then that kind of just went under the rug as the season went on. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck, that's it, Lapita Nyong'o. Everybody was for rooting us, for her. That's for us. right. Then that makes much more sense than any of those two yes. people. Yeah, Damn. and it's a shame because I believe she was nominated for the SAG and the Golden Globe. Or no, I be- she was I mean, nominated I, for I the knew, SAG award. I knew Lupita wasn't shit getting for it. I knew Lupita wasn't gonna get nominated. The thing is, the uh, the Oscars hate horror movies. Yeah, you know, unless it's a horror movie that is put in a very good social like timing, with, like Get Out, or I don't know, I don't know about Silence of the Lambs, but um, it's weird. Like that definitely should have been one in there, because like say what you will about us in general. Like I've heard mixed things from people, like from people in our circle and from like people I know, other film friends. But she she really does carry that movie in both ways as the pro- antagonist and the protagonist. 
it's a very good performance, which is a shame that's been sh- uh, like she's been shut out from this. Uh, my money would go to Renee Zellweger. My heart would go for Scarlett Johansson. Um, marriage story. I haven't seen Renee Zellweger, but I guess I am in Judy. But that's my that's where the money's my money's going, and I I have seen ScarJo. I'd say I'd prefer ScarJo because that's the only one I've really seen from all these. Well, Shosha Ronan, she's Shosha great. Ronan would too. be a good third for yeah, me. That's sure, the thing. Uh, but you know. Also, that's also that's it's also a shame because she's been nominated so many times she never wins. Saoirse Ronan never wins for any of the, the roles she gets nominated for. Here, let's let's Let, let's, let's do let's get the best actor, the most bloodthirsty <laughs> category of all of them. Uh, Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory. Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix, Joker. Jonathan Price, his first nomination ever for the Two Popes. Really, that's his first nomination ever. Wow. Okay. Ever. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, first of all, who do you think doesn't deserve it? <laughs> I mean, I've seen all of these except for the two popes, so I have no idea. Not gonna lie, Jonathan Price might be really good. I loved him in The Strain, in that TV show. I'm not gonna lie, so I have no idea. I don't really think Leo deserves it. I disagree. I like. I it's think a he's very good. good performance. I think he's yeah. I think he's really good, but compared to a lot of what we had this year, I don't think. All right, I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna get Jonathan out of the way. Price was the one that I feel snubbed, either Eddie Murphy, or more so Adam Adam Sandler, Robert Pattinson as well. Yeah, but I'd say the leg up. And the, the one that was the, the one that was year. getting the big attention. Yeah. was at, was Adam Sandler. Sandman was hundred percent the big snub. I think out of Sandman was robbed. Yeah, yeah, he literally. really was. I, now I, he's gonna make more shitty movies. My two. Well, also, also, fuck, uh, fucking Taron. Taron Edgerton. Taron didn't get any love well. with that. That he got really the Golden Globe like yeah. nomination and win. I believe. Yes, he won. He won the Golden Globe for it, which was awesome. It was Joaquin to see. And, and him who won. But yeah. let's just get this out of the way. Joaquin's gonna win. It's yeah. He's the big front runner. Yeah. He's the one that wants the most. It is a very good performance. I'm gonna so be honest, it's not, it's not upsetting for me. I'm gonna be honest, like, and he's won all of it. He's won. He's won the screen sag. He's won the critics' choice. He's won the Golden Globe. I think Adam and Joaquin have the the highest chance of winning. I yes, yeah. It is a. Tw- I feel personally, it's a tie. Well, I think Joaquin more, has the leg up, but uh, definitely, I think it's between them two. It's like a sixty forty chance, Phoenix and Driver for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. More so, Phoenix, because it's like he's the one that, he wants it. He really wants it. And he's uh, been getting. He's he. Even though he's the one really with cares. the most acting, I don't think he really cares. I don't know, man. He's really done. He's really been putting in work for it. He doesn't do press for any of his movies. He's been doing a lot of press for. Joker. I mean, I guess. I mean, this is different though because he because this is a WB property. They wouldn't they wouldn't cast him in the movie if he wasn't going to do press. You know. I don't know about that. You know, he doesn't. He barely the, does it. He didn't do it for her. He didn't do it for um, for you were never really. That's what, well, no, yeah, he but did that's do what it I'm for saying. you were never really. Yeah, here, but that's what I'm saying. This, the, those weren't big <laughs> Warner Brother projects, you know. True. It's Warner Brothers. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like they like part of a contract was. And remember how he has been acting in those interviews. <laughs> he's just an asshole. He's a very strange man. <laughs> I love him. No, I love him. I love it. I love Joaquin. He's hilarious, but. Yeah, I th- I don't think Joaquin really wants it. To be honest, I, I think re- he does. I don't think he cares. Is what I'm saying. I think he does. When I see him randomly on an episode of fucking Chris Hardwick's podcast, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Why the fuck is he here? Yeah, he he, he also was on a on his sister's podcast too. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I didn't oh. know. It, I I didn't even know he had a sister. Yeah, summer I thought it was only River. And, uh, summer and River. No, it's Summer, River, Joaquin, and someone, and the other sister. Oh, Rain Phoenix. Yeah. Rain Phoenix. Yeah, Summer yeah. and Rain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are weird names. Yeah. Or no, I think, no, I think Joaquin's name used to be Rain. 
No, Joaquin, no. Joaquin his sister's name is Rain Phoenix. Joaquin used to have a, uh, another name. It wasn't he wasn't born with Joaquin. He twisted to Joaquin. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, I mean, think about it. Everyone. One else... of his sisters is named Rain Phoenix. I do know that. Here, oh, I think it's three. It has to be. I was literally looking this up yesterday. Hmm. Here, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now. Um, yeah, I'll give you the link. I think Joaquin does want it though. And I, don't on- know, I feel like he and honestly. Care. Kudos for for WB for okay, actually look, like yeah. giving a shit uh, compared to last year. It's River Rain and Summer. River yeah. Rain and, and then Summer. His his other name was I'll tell you right now. Carlos Estevez. <laughs> you know Joaquin's middle name is Rafael, right? Oh really? Yeah. Cool. He's Puerto Rican. Yeah, I, I that's so that's so fun for me. Um, what was I gonna say? His name was Leaf. Leaf. Leaf oh, that's Phoenix. it. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I, uh, I do remember this now. Um, I've heard amazing things from Antonio Banderas. I heard he's he's. I've amazing. heard it's one of his best roles he's yeah, ever given. Yeah. And Antonio yeah. Banderas is such an underrated actor. He is. He's really. Have you ever seen The Skin I Live In? Uh, that's also a Pedro Almodovar film. Have you seen that? I've heard really good things about it. Yeah. French Kiss to the Max. Yeah, this is that that role apparently in Pain and Glory is very um, autobiographical. Yeah, and of, the director, Almodovar. right? Yeah, it's not. He's not necessarily playing him, but apparently it's kind of like a eight Basically. and a half for the modern day. It's interesting. I would like. I would like it. That would be a nice little surprise too. I think it's Joaquin. Though. It's 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 definitely Joaquin's yeah. to lose. That's the thing. Um, kudos Joaquin's to, du- to win. I, I'm yeah. Well, no, that's also a phrase. WB what? really didn't. I'm I'm happy to see that they actually gave a shit <laughs> compared to last year because they didn't really do anything with one uh, with uh, a Star Is Born, and a Star Is Born didn't get shit last year. I mean, they tried. Yeah. No, they didn't really. They, Star is Born? They, a Star is Born? They didn't really make that they big had of a push, push compared to Joker. They had a... I mean, but Joker also made a billion dollars, you know? Yeah, but still. It's, it's one... It's it's the most profitable comic book movie ever made. Yeah, it's crazy. You know? That still but blows my mind, they, too. They, they really did drop the ball with a Star is Born. That's the thing. They really did. Because they didn't get anything. And it I'm barely glad, got nominated, I'm glad too. I'm kind of glad it didn't, either. I like Star is okay. Born. It's okay. It's a really good it, movie. It's another one of those overrated Oscar pictures. I'm just like, I don't like it. I like, <laughs> like it. Oh. And I guess it's just because like also, it's also tied with like the personal story that Bradley Cooper was going through. Because apparently he was going through some really rough shit, like I, addiction I, problems. Yeah, Brad, I mean, uh, not Brad, Bradley uh, Cooper. Sorry, Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper looks at the type. No, you said Bradley Cooper. I, I did. Just, oh, yeah, I thought yeah. I said Brad Pitt. No, for a I, 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 I even Bradley though Brad Pitt's been going through some shit too. All those fucking like fifty-year-old actors are, are have all gone through shit. No, but like you know? especially Pitt because he got through the divorce and then like I don't know. That was bad. He just for him. fucks. What are you talking about? Huh? He just fucks. What are you talking about? That's why he like all of his divorces like go. That's why he has divorces because he just fucks other girls. <laughs> like uh, allegedly, did, didn't allegedly. He, didn't he leave Gwyneth Paltrow for fucking Angelina Jolie? He left Jennifer Aniston for. Uh, Angelina that's Jolie. right. That's yeah. right. That's, that's how right. forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how fucked that is. Um. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Leo Joaquin. is deserving of the nomination. I think it should. Eh. I think Sandman should have gotten nominated. I think Eddie Murphy should have gotten nominated. I think sure. um, Taron definitely. Yes, because that is the better performance over Rami Malek. If we're really making, if we're going back to that comparison, you know. But uh, yeah, it's it's Phoenix. Like in my heart, it's Phoenix or Driver. It's most likely gonna go to Phoenix. I want Adam Driver though. That'd be because great. I I would love it. Oh my it's god, so yeah. good. Adam Driver is one of the best actors of this generation by I, far. And I think back to Marriage Story and how his character is in comparison to like Scarlett Johansson's position on the divorce. The way he goes through it is, at least the way he you know 
the way he acts through it, it's it feels so much more devastating mm-hmm. because he's basically a man who doesn't understand why he fucked up. Well, he does for some light spoilers, but you know, like he's somebody who is like really, really trying to hang on and is desperate to like not change, not change this marriage, and it's it's so devastating. Yeah, fuck, man, I want I I want him to win. Joaquin is great as Joker, but like I would want him to win for Marriage Story. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. Let's let's sound off the last one here. Best directing. Oh no, shit. We're on best directing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Best directing. The Irishman. Joker. Nineteen Seventeen. Parasite. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's ridiculous that Greta Gerwig doesn't get a nomination for but this. Or Mario Helen. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. Joker can be kicked off this list. Nineteen Seventeen can be kicked off this list. Even though nineteen directing wise, Nineteen Seventeen is gonna win. It won the DGA. <laughs> it won the PGA already. Let's get so wild. It's gonna. It's most likely no, gonna go fuck, to Sam Mendes. Fuck it. Let's get wild. Fucking give it to Bong. Nope. Fuck it. Well, yes. Let's get mind. wild. That would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> give but it fuck to, it. Give what? it to Tarantino. That would be great too. That would be great. Nah, I want Bong. Man, Bong would be awesome. I honestly, Bong would be, really Bong would be like oh, that. That'd be that'd be such a chef's kiss. I'd be like, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, okay, my money. So on nineteen seventeen, but my heart could probably either Bong or or Tarantino. It's not like he directed it horribly either. Sam Mendes it's did very, a good job. It's very directing. competently directed. Yeah, it is a well directed film, but least. it's not impressive for me. I guess <laughs> I can understand that. And it sounds like such a <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> um, I would like Parasite. I most likely it's going to go to 1917. Yeah. I I would cr- I would lose my fucking mind if, if one. Oh my god, no, man! <laughs> That'd be so. Funny. It bothers the shit out of me that that gets over Greta Gerwig again. It fucking it lo- I lose my mind over this. <laughs> or Mario Heller or. Anyone else who's directed a really good movie, you know, I I would like personally my one two three, nineteen seventeen. It makes a lot of sense, but my but who you want to win? Well, okay, who I want to win? One two three. Um, Tarantino, Bong, Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> I, I I want. I would like. I would like. I wouldn't be upset with Sam Mendes winning though. For me, yeah, it'd be like it'd be. I would uh, be very upset if Todd Phillips won. For me, it'd be one Parasite, two Hollywood, three Irishman, four Nineteen Seventeen, five Joker. Yeah, J- Joker. Like, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. I can't believe Todd Phillips has a fucking best director. This movie could be interchangeable with anything that's good. It has eleven Oscar nominations. It's ridiculous. You like I understand it because of tradition, but fuck tradition. Fuck tradition it's yeah. so annoying that this has to be the same goddamn thing every single year. It's the same bunch of movies in the same categories. Okay, but with okay. the exception of like what Cold War last year, because be, for some reason. Let's be okay. Let's be happier. At least the, these batch of like Oscar nominations aren't as bad as last year's. No, I'm still bothered by it. I'm not. I'm, I'm not bothered as by. Bothered. I'm bothered by the Joker of it all. Sure. You know, I'm bothered by like having one movie lead the pack with the most nominations compared to the rest of them. When you could easily put in the, the Safdies, when you could easily yes. put in Robert Gaggers, <laughs> when you could easily put in fucking um, like you know, Gerwig or Mario Heller. Like it doesn't make sense to if me. If you were gonna give Uncut Gems anything, it'd be sound editing, sound mixing. 
<laughs> for for Benny Safdie. <laughs> sure, or you know, actor. Obviously, honestly, yeah, obviously. obviously, obviously, you know, or um, what was another one? Or fucking Ari Aster, go wild, like for once. That would be wild. Yeah, can you imagine? God, man, Ari Aster it getting a it, Midsommar it, it makes it makes me angry because it's like. It's the same simple narrative that you always Wait have. Wait a minute. But you can never make it, you can never change it up by going crazy, you know? You're t- so you're telling me Joker got nominated for Best Cinematography, but not Midsommar. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Or Uncut Gems, arguably. Uncut Gems, it's yeah. Like, it's a, it's a, it, I looks, think it's it looks like a throwback Scorsese film. I think Scorsese, <laughs> I think Good Time is a, is a better shot film. I just love the neon drenched look of Good Time, how I grimy agree. it looks. But it, but um, Uncut Gems has the right cinematography for that kind of movie, so it's both great. <sighs> Man. Whatever, yeah. My money's on my, my money's on 1917. Who I want to win, Parasite, Hollywood. You know, yeah. I, I just want to see Tarantino come out there Joker. and like shout at everybody with an Oscar in his hand. Fuck you, know? you. with a Best Director Oscar in his hand. Takes yeah. off his shoes. Yeah, just licks his feet. <laughs> Here we got it. Best Picture. Ford right. v. Ferrari. The Irishman. Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> Joker. Little Women. Marriage Story. 1917. Parasite. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. probably going to go yeah, to 1917. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do what I want. It's good. I actually ranked my uh, the Best Picture nominees. Oh, really? I ranked them on Letterboxd. Yeah, I'm that fucking guy. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm, um, I'm, I'm going off of the basis that 1917 won the PGA. And historically, every movie that wins the PGA award also wins the Best Picture award. Same thing happened with Green Book last year. Same thing happens with you know, most every other movie back, you know, going back to the Oscar history. I'm sure there's outliers out there, but it, I, 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 it's the one that makes a lot of sense looking at this season so far. Here, you I'll know? give it to here. I'll, I, I'll say my my from least to greatest. Okay, what I want to win, Georgia Rabbit at the very bottom. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sorry. No. Over Joker? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I disagree. Um, Jojo Rabbit on the bottom. 1917. Uh, Joker. Little Woman. Fortress Ferrari. Marriage Story. The Irishman. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Parasite. Mm. I think... I'm pretty sure you can agree with me that I think Parasite deserves it. It would be the biggest I think surprise Par- I, I think if any... Mo- I think... Like I said before, I think Parasite is the most important movie of this year, and I think everybody should watch it. Not only because it's a foreign language film that's accessible to everybody, but it just touches on themes. It's a very relatable film. It's extremely relatable with extremely like beautifully written characters, genre bending script, fucking pinpoint direction, amazing cinematography, production design. It has everything a, a great movie has. Plus. It so happens to be a South Korean film. Yeah, and I I don't think I've ever again I don't think I've ever seen a film foreign film get this much love by the Academy, or like just by American yeah, uh, by, by they, the American society uh, by America in general than like Paris. Like, they it's been just, a while. they always usually give love to one foreign language film every year. Not, and but that's, that's that, but a, I'm sorry, Roma does not did not have the same impact that Parasite has had this year. Yeah, but Parasite well, is huge. Everybody's talking. I know about it's it. huge, but what bothers Can me is the same problem we always do. Jimmy Kim, on Jimmy Kimmel. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and, that's what, crazy. Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon, right? One of them. One yeah. Of them, yeah. Well, they're interchangeable. That's crazy. That blows my fucking mind. It's that big. Yeah. And that that's really crazy, dude. It just bothers me that it's only just one. You know, when you could easily have so many other foreign language films be a part of this 
thing. <laughs> Fuck it, let's get really wild under the silver lake. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> you know how insane that would be if it got nominated <laughs> for anything. Like I, I, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would explode. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I think the narrative of giving a best picture win to the movie that is the most about Hollywood is kind of dying now, especially that oh, because of that big upset of Moonlight La La over La La Land. Yeah, you know. But I wouldn't be upset if Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won. I would be that actually very happy. That seems like a pretty happy. sure choice, yeah. That, that sounds like one of those confident choices, yeah. you know? Parasite, that would be awesome. I don't think 1917 is going to win. 1917 will win. I, 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 I'm going by Oscar history there's here. There's something that's telling it's me. It's always I don't going know. to do it. There's something telling me. I might be a, it might be a bullf- I, bullshit. I pray that Joker doesn't win. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Little Women is nice, but it's not. It's not. It's not best. one of those things that's gonna. It's not one of those things that's, that's gonna win. Bullshit. I don't. I don't believe. It's it. fucking I don't bullshit. Believe it little, wi- little women is gets a best picture nomination, but no Greta Gerwig nom. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's really dumb. That's it doesn't bullshit. make sense. Marriage Story. I would have had more confidence in Marriage Story having a bigger chance of winning, if they were winning more awards this season. Nef- like Netflix in general. Because that's the same thing I feel with The Irishman. I don't think either of them are going to get wins. I just feel like Marriage win. Story is just the kind of film the Academy would love. You yeah, know? but it's weird because it doesn't. It hasn't been getting anything. Because no, it's Bamba only been getting pretty... lower. The the biggest turnout it's been getting awards wise is just Laura Dern's performance. Nothing for writing. Nothing for acting. Even though the acting and the yeah. writing is like the whole point of the movie. <laughs> at first, yeah, no, but at first, like it's just. At first, it looked like it was going to be that way because in the Gotham Awards, like Marriage Story won the pack. Yeah. That's that's one of the biggest awards, like uh, award nights of the beginning of the year, of the beginning of the season. But then somehow down the line, it just for some reason it just didn't happen. Jojo Rabbit has a bigger le- leg up over those two, personally because of not because of the quality, but because historically the TIFF Critics Choice Award, the one that always wins in 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 that festival every single year always usually ends up being the winner of Best Picture. It happened last year with Green Book, and the only outlier that has like disproven that was Birdman. Because it didn't Birdman's that. Birdman was a wild year. <laughs> that was a wild year I, for movies. <laughs> I look back at Birdman, I don't know if... Oh, it holds up. I don't know. Oh no, genuine, genuinely, Birdman. I, I, it's right there. You I could it? stand by you it the for. Blu-ray? I could stand by it for Michael Keaton's look performance. At that, look at look at that beautiful thing. That's an amazing movie. I, it's I, it's a movie I need to revisit. Oh my god, I, I there are definitely criticisms of that film oh, that no. I can agree with. Oh my god, no, dude. I think I rewatch Birdman. And I just love it even more every single time because it's so ambitious. I loved it a lot. It's too. So ambitious, the technical aspects of it, and it's just everything about it. It's like it's great, you know. As like perfect symbolism, you know everything going on. Also on the meta level, this is like Birdman is probably one of the most meta movies to ever win an Oscar. <laughs> you know, it's, it is. It's, it's yeah. such a it, to me like Birdman was such a wild pick for best picture, and it was such a deserved one. I think that that was a that was a good year. Yeah, that was a, that twenty fourteen was a great year for movies. It was, it was. Whiplash, Birdman, Foxcatcher, uh, John Wick. I think no, John Wick came out twenty thirteen, right? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, that was a great year for movies. You get like Winter Soldier, First Guardians, I guess. Even though I think two Fury, is which is pretty underrated, was Fury twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, I didn't remember. Um, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like jo- Jojo I, Rabbit has a bigger tra- leg up over the two Netflix movies. In fuck this. it, The Lighthouse, best picture. <laughs> that would have been sweet, you know. <laughs> Ford v Ferrari is cool. It's, it's nice to see that that movie's up there, mm-hmm. you know. I although I doubt it will win anything. Yeah. And look, as much oh. shit talking as we've had in Joker. It is interesting to see that this genre of comic book films has been getting a bigger turnout and a bigger presence in the award circuit 
the more like more so, you know, coming from last year with Black Panther being the big leg up, the big one out of all uh, of all those comic book movies, and now you have Joker, which leads the pack out over all the movies. Although I don't think it's deserving of it, it is it is interesting and fascinating the, to know that this is now becoming of of something year. like that. Oh God, that's fucking horrifying. But a yeah, horrifying thought, right? It's a horrifying thought. Yes, I don't even like that. Like I, I tell you, like look, I don't think. I love Return of the King. I don't think it deserves 11 nominations. Same with Titanic. I Same with maybe. I don't know about Gone with the oh, Wind. Oh, no. Oh, wait, wait. I, I, okay. Whoa, whoa. All right. Let's, let's go back here. Press reverse. Go back a few a few feet. Uh, I don't. I can't agree with you. I, I, I with agree Titanic? with Titanic. I agree. Okay. But Return of the King? Really? I think it's a great movie, but oh, I just man. don't like them. I don't like the stigma of having a fucking movie take most of the nominations over everything else. But it, it was deserving, you know? I feel. It's the most deserving out of the three. Well, I haven't seen Gone with the Wind, so I don't know. But you know, it's it's. You ever seen Gone with the Wind? No, have you? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. I, I'll, I'll make. It's time okay, for but it. I was I was a kid when I saw it, so. Fuck! Like I have the young. patience for that. What? How do you have the patience for that? It's like five I, I, hours. I've been watching movies for a while, man. I have too. It's just like <laughs> you know, like I, I've, I've, yeah. There's okay. a reason why I haven't watched Ben Hur when I was like eight because of you know. It's I ben think Hur. I saw Ben Hur once, like on AMC. Yeah, or TCM. That's usually where. No, not TCM. TV Lands too. TV Land, maybe? Really? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think it's TV Land anymore. I think it's something else. I will make it. Um, I will make some time to watch it, but it's just one of those things where it's like. I want to buy the Blu ray. Yeah. I think I have. No, I have Lawrence of Arabia. You know there. what I do? Yeah, because I have Lawrence of Arabia recorded on my DVR. I have all the TCM big classic my... movies recorded on my DVR, yeah, and I'm then just I'll just make this. time to watch it I'm whenever I do this in the time. middle of the podcast here. I'm going to show you my Lawrence of Arabia skill book. Look at that. Oh, yeah, I've seen this before. Wait, wait, it's I'm, super cool. Here, look. Let me just. Let me just... I went. I was like halfway through Lawrence of Arabia, but I guess it was just one movie. of those. Yeah, it was just one of those nights where I just kind of I was just too tired and I just knocked out. Halfway I, through. I saw Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, funny enough, in my CCD class. Really? Like my uh, the confirmation, like CCD, like Catholic Church, like <laughs> like uh, that makes confirmation sense. class. That yeah. kind of makes sense. Our because the our class was always there were like three hour sessions. Oh really? Yeah. So but Lawrence of Arabia is more than three hours, isn't it? Yeah, we we had two classes to, to watch it. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was like two hour sessions, so we had like two classes to watch it. But oh, yeah, Lawrence of Arabia is a great movie. Yeah. I mean, I've seen big. parts. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. I love it. It's an epic, and it's in, I la- in that sense. I you know honestly, I really do love those classic epic movies. Yeah, like those Ben Hur's, those Lawrence of Arabia's, those you know those just big, gigantic. It reminds films. you of like. You know, classic cinema. Yeah. Like old old Hollywood, you yeah. know. But yeah. Um, Which is the same energy once a, with uh, uh, Tarantino just brings yeah. to his films. I think Tarantino is like the one of the few da- uh, filmmakers out there that like actually brings this old feeling of cinema, American cinema into like theaters, you know. I think Scorsese all- too, but Scorsese is, the, he really does change with the times, even though he, even though he's always at his roots still. Scorsese, you know what I mean. The thing is, Scorsese likes to mix a lot. Yeah, but I know, I I, I kind of say that like Tarantino would like to mix a lot more. He's uh, especially he, with genre and time setting. Sure, you know. But I don't know. Every time I'm in a Scorsese movie, I get the feeling that I'm watching a classic film. If you know what I mean, even with something like Django or something like Hateful Eight, I feel like I'm just watching a film that came out years ago. I feel like that more so with um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and with like Hateful. Why Once Upon a Time Django. in Hollywood is a good. The Django feels like one of those like because Django and like Kill Bill obviously it feels like there's a like seventies grindhouse, grindhouse action. Yeah, yeah, I love it. You know, and then there's actually grindhouse like yeah, you know, Death Proof obviously yeah. Watching rewatching Death Proof again like a few months ago really like opened my eyes. 
I don't. It's not a good movie. It's not great. Like it's not. It's, sorry, it's not great. Yeah. Yeah, but it's his weakest film. Out of I like all it better though. than Jackie Brown, though. No, I disagree. Jackie I Brown know. is his one of his most perf- like most wisest films he's ever done. I really oh no, like I think it. Hollywood takes that. I think oh, Hollywood, no. especially now, takes that. Probably, I think Hollywood is his most mature film by far. Probably, but Jackie Brown is more character centric, with like its ensemble. Mm. Because Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is really focused on just Cliff and Rick. Sure. You have the big focus yeah, sure, leading on to like sure. on um on Sam Jackson, on Jackie, on Pam Greer's character, on um Robert Forster's character. Mm-hmm. I you see know. what you mean, yeah. But I, I just feel like Hollywood in general is just like you could tell he just had such a like uh just such a, a deep and warm love for for it. And yeah, he wanted to present everything about everything about this story in the most professional way possible. I think out of all these nominations, the most love being put into a film has to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think Hollywood and Irishman. Uh yeah, Irishman in that Scorsese way. Yeah, I can yeah. agree with that. Because Irishman, you know? I, Irishman, I feel like is it was like almost like Scorsese's like, like almost like a memoir. It is know? like a finale to his gangster epics. To just like, uh, like before, I think it's know? a good for, like like I've said this before. If this was last, Scorsese's last film. It would have been a very strong ending. It'd be a perfect exclamation point. Same with Once Upon a you know? Time in Hollywood for me. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want him yeah. to do d- 10 films. I would be happy if this was his final film. We got one it more. perfectly. So, fuck it. Yeah. Probably won't see it for... We'll probably see something about a new film in, like, two years. Well, apparently he wants to do more television. Which I'm good... Hey, fuck it. Wait, Fine, why not? Imagine an original Tarantino show. He was going to do that with Killer Crow. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. That yeah, Inglorious yeah. Bastards. He also wanted now. to do, uh... What is it? Uh, Pussycat Kill Kill or something like that? No, no. I know what you're talking about. about. He wanted to make a remake of that. Yeah, he did. But the other TV project I remember him talking about was that he wanted to do another Elmore Leonard adaptation. The author Mm. of Jackie Brown. Mm. Yeah. So, let's see. My money is on 1917. Uh, Tangent aside. My money's on 1917 for best picture. My heart goes to... Parasite would have a really great narrative if it won foreign. Uh, no, I didn't pick it yet. Yeah, it, it would. It would have a really great narrative yeah. if it won foreign language and uh, best picture. Nah, it's not. It's once upon a time in Hollywood in my heart. I'm fine with that too. Yeah, yeah. And my second one would be Marriage Story. My third would be Parasite. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Irishman. Then. Little Women, Ford v Ferrari feels like the outlier of all of them, and that's weird saying that compared to Joker. No, Ford v Ferrari for me, it seems like it's the least likely one to win for me. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I guess. But then again, I think also like if anyone should win, it it should be Ford v Ford v Ferrari. That'd be amazing, (laughs) wouldn't that? Can you imagine James Gap mangled face? He's just like the fuck. Hey, fuck, but okay, but it's kind of it's it's fucking stupid. Okay, I'm gonna keep. I'm just gonna, always gonna go back to this. Why the fuck did Black Panther and Joker get a nomination, but Logan never got the love it deserved? I, I, and yeah, James Mangold getting this. this love now. We always talk about this. I know it's because Oscar voters are slow and stupid, and they take a while for them to actually start, you know, embracing a genre. Yeah, but whatever. They're just embracing superhero movies, comic book movies now. Air yeah. quotes. Joker really it feels obligatory. Movie. It does feel obligatory yeah. when when you think about it, but like it is it. I guess it's the I guess it's the degree. I guess it depends on your depiction on how you see the film. Like mm-hmm. Black Panther compared to Joker, 
makes more sense being nominated in a lot more categories and the categories that it were compared to something like Joker, you know, personally. Yeah. If okay, there there's gives and takes with both of them. Yeah. You know, like I feel like Joker like has a strong has a stronger uh sense of its themes even though a lot of it is surface level. It is very surface level. But that's the thing. Uh but also Which if you Black can Panther, enjoy it, Black Panther yeah. just does a lot for for uh, for certain cultures and it does a lot for just representation in general. Yeah. Which is imp- which is It is a more important sure. movie than Joker. That's how I'd put it. I guess in, in in the in the bigger picture, yeah. Yeah. In the bigger picture, yeah. I guess genre wise, I think Joker's more important because I feel like Joker's gonna make is gonna make more of a change when it comes to superhero movies. Yeah, because it's not a homogenous film from Marvel. That's yeah, the thing. yeah. You know, it's not the same thing. Like Black Panther, Black Panther, like is it it is still at its core very much an MCU film. Yeah. But it does do a lot for just representation. It's very important for you know that culture and what it you know what it stands for culturally. You know, it makes a lot. Of I sense. still don't think it deserved it. it. I'm. I. I remember last year I went on fucking just tirades. Like ty- I don't think like, Joker deserves this either. It, it doesn't. You know? It doesn't. I don't think. And I. The only. The only real nominations I. I could see for Joker would be Joaquin, cinematography and score. That's what I see. That's the only. That's those are the only three. No, I, I see. I, yeah, I agree nom- with you on that. You know, I agree with you. That's on the. That. That's the only like. Um, a fucking a month ago, if you would have asked me what these what these nominations would be, I would have said that for Joker. Mm. But fucking eleven, it's I mean eleven, yeah, including best documentary. <laughs> Joker's a documentary, yeah, on Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking it's I'm not here part two or uh, what was that you were documentary? Never really here. Oh. No, no, what's that documentary he had? That faux documentary oh, uh, when he lost his mind I'm on Letterman. Th- uh, I'm not there or I'm yeah. still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. That's yeah. it. It's I'm still here part two. Have you seen that? I've heard good things. I've heard it's really good, yeah. Yeah, I want to give it a shot. Was it was it directed by him? Or it was, was it directed di- no, by like... Casey Affleck. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Casey Affleck? <laughs> he still gave one of the best... Performances in Manchester, ever. yeah. He would give one of the best performances to ever win an Oscar. Yeah. I feel. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, my money's on 1917 again. Yeah, my and then my heart would go to the ones I've mentioned before. My money so. is on 1917. I think I'd be just I'd be just as good with Parasite or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'd be just as fine, but if if I want if I could just handpick one film to win it'd be Parasite. Yeah. And that's where I stand. Nah, fuck it, climax. Why not? I mean, Want to go into a brief tangent of the stuff that should have been nominated? Oh, yeah, We have sure. talked about it sometimes. Yeah, sure. Anka Gems, I, obviously. Anka Gems. Yeah. Uh, Lighthouse. Lighthouse, definitely. Um, but they don't give a shit about horror, which Rocket is Rocketman. You know, Rocketman. Yeah, I could agree with Rocketman, Rocketman is a big one. You know? Especially for, like, costume design. Yeah. Or, like, be- or, or, like or, or, or production design. It's feathers everywhere! It's like, so good! Like, bro... Cowards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greta's a big one. Honey Boy got very Honey much Boy. Snubbed. That's another one that bothers Especially me a lot. Especially for original screenplay. It, she, Amma Harrell won for the DGA for first fe- uh, feature debut. You know? And it bothers me so much that film gets nothing. Nothing for supporting actor for Shia LaBeouf. Nothing for uh, best uh, written screenplay. That was screenplay. a snub. Shia was a snub. And, and nothing for best directing, too. I think Alma Harrell directs the shit out of Honey Boy. It's not a fantastic it. film, but wait. it is really compelling and really good. I really can't wait to watch you it. You know, Anim- in animation, personally, you know, I don't. It depends on what you think about the film itself, but like Promare, on a technical level, is a fantastic animated film that should have gotten nominated and should have gotten some love. 
Waves. Um, waves too. Sterling you know? K. Brown. That's a mega snub. They should have. I, I I believe that a twenty four should have pushed as well. They could have pushed it waves more. A twenty four for yeah. an Oscar for an Oscar buzz. You know, um, the amazing Jonathan documentary is a movie that I think should, was definitely snubbed. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the neighborhood for sure. I honestly I wouldn't have been upset if Matthew Reeves got a, a nomination. Also, because he does really he has a really good performance look, in that. Really film. surprising too. Peanut Butter Falcon got nothing. Yeah, but they don't. They don't. The thing is, they don't really care for a lot of big indie films, which bothers the shit out of me. You know, that's why Birdman winning that year was really big. Like it was the return of our house. Yeah, you know? like you know, you know, it's something that also surprises me. Like nothing for High Life. I I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because High Life is it, any never get any love. For it's the very or... inaccessible that movie. <laughs> yeah, but I like it. I <laughs> yeah, like it's it good. Lot. It's good. You know. Ad Astra, another one. Dolomite is my name, another one. Yeah, it's that. You know? Eddie Murphy was one cut of the snow. dead, not being nominated for best foreign picture. That yeah, honestly, that really does surprise me because it because one cut of the dead. Well, going into spoilers, not really going to spoilers, but it, it's it's very it, it's, it's very, very much, much a an Oscar movie. It's a filmmaker's film. Yeah, like 100%. that's something like Oscar voters could eat the shit out of. Yeah, you know, eat the shit out of. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is an outlier personally, but you know what? Like Dr. Sleep, Ian McGregor, I think gives a very solid performance too. Talk about a dark you sheep. Know. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. No, that is a black sheep of a choice. Yeah. Too. <laughs> you know, but like, I, I really like his performance. in that I film. still got to watch that movie. Any, any actor from Parasite should have gotten a nomination oh my God, too. Yeah, yeah. Especially the, uh, the daughter uh, who I, uh, whose name I forget. Jessica, Chicago. And then Illinois. Yeah. Ding dong. I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know about Booksmart. Booksmart's a fun little comedy, but they don't ever no. they don't give a fuck about comedy no. comedies too, which yeah. also bothered me. You know? Um, it's very genre specific, the Academy, which is a, a shame. Here, honestly. Here. I'll look at my list. Too. Um Oh. Wait, I forgot about it. <laughs> oh yeah. Supporting actress. And this one is weird because like they really pushed the narrative hard for this one, but Jennifer Lawrence for Hustlers getting snubbed is a like that sucks. I don't think it's a great performance, but that's something Jennifer that would have been really Jennifer int- Lawrence. Oh, Jennifer Lopez. Sorry, I was like, what? Yeah, a surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like she, like that would have. I don't think it's a great performance, but that would have been something that would have thrown the competition off in a loop, and that would have been interesting. for you. What? Out of the Armas and Knives Out. That yeah. Yep, that's a big one. She is fantastic in that film. Amazing, you know. She carries the movie. She really is the like. She is the highlight of that whole ensemble. And just say from one Cuban to another, from two Cubans to another beautiful Cuban. God bless you. We're yeah. rooting for you every single day. Damn right. Hey, Anna De Armas, have you ever listened to this podcast? What bothers me is that she they just didn't up. give a. F- <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah, fuck your girlfriend, right? No, she loves her too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she like like loves. Oh, okay, her. Mitt Romney, and let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> God, you're fucking animal. <laughs> fucking animal. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but uh, um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, it bothers me that they don't just you know bite the bullet and just call her a Cuban in that film. Yeah, right. Yeah, Guatemalan, Guatemalan, Puerto Rican. Sure. Why the fuck can't you? Where's Why the Cuban representation? We? Huh? Where there's no Cuban representation. Exactly. It bothers me, man. Was it, who was the last Cuban to really get like <laughs> representation? Tony Montana. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's not really. Um, Even though I. I <laughs> What? I don't know if we talked about this before, but I don't like what Scarface represents as Miami in film. Oh, what? Really? 
I think it's a good movie, but oh, when I you're think... thinking, when you take the specifics about it, where it's like, oh, does every movie have to be about like sexy cars and cocaine and fucking horrible accents done by Italians? Like, That's terrible, though. <sighs> no, you think... don't really. No, I don't I like Tony genuinely... Montana's accent. No, ge- oh well, yeah, okay. That's, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I think his accent's not good. But I think Al Pacino carries himself perfectly as a Cuban. You know, I think if anything, he reflects like those kinds of Cubans coming, coming as a communist Cuban criminal. And he's not communist. He hates he's not com- communist. No, in the movie, he specifically says, "I fucking hate communism." No, That's okay, why he leaves I'm America. Keep, I, I just think of the reality of um. No, like the, no, like Marian. no, definitely like I think Abuchino's performance as a Cuban. Yeah, the, the accent wasn't good, but like he definitely carried himself perfectly as a, a struggling rafter, literally. Like that. That's just. That's just you know. Um, he, he he hates what happened to his country, and he wants to just make something better for himself. Because but you know, here's the thing that bothers me. Sure, it's very, yeah. sure, a lot of it. It does stereotype Cuban. I feel like Scarface does stereotype it, Cubans. They, yeah, that's the thing. That's what but, bothers me about. But it. it's I I don't think I, I I don't think it's unrealistic. If anything, I see a there's trust me. There's a lot more Cuban like you know, but like yeah. like anyone who isn't Cuban, there's a lot more Cubans like. Um, it's like saying Uncut Gems is a stereotype on Jews. That's how well, I see it. it. it yeah, but it's not. I don't know. They're made by Jews. <laughs> you that know, is true. I mean, Brian De Palma isn't Cuban, but I. But a lot of the Cubans that were coming out. It of just that bothers time me that that is criminals. The, that is the stigma of like Miami in film. I can get you know? sure. I, I I understand that, but I feel like Scarface is such an important movie for Miami. And just Cuban culture in general, because it really, because it finally put us out there as like, hey, we're here. We're finally, we're there and we're making, we're making a splash. I agree, but I don't think it's without its problems. I know? think, Scar- I rewatched Scarface pretty recently, um, a few months ago, because it had been years since I've watched it. Fuck, it holds up, bro. Brian yeah. De Palma is, is fucking the man, dude. It just, it... I love Scarface. It, I, as 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 a, as a Cuban in my blood, I grew up with Scarface. My my dad loved Scarface. I, growing I, up. I can understand that, and but like, the thing is, like, I don't think it stereotypes Cubans the way the way people think it does. I I think in and the I've sense of Tony Montana's performance, it just it bothers me because it's just it feels sometimes like a caricature of some sort of like. I disagree, Cuban bro. I know dude, too many Cubans like you know? that. I know t- way too many. If they, in fact, that's most Cubans. I know, but especially then, here in Miami. And then it goes into another Hollywood problem I have, where it's just like, why the fuck can't you just hire a real Cuban? You that's know? true. Okay, you know? that, but that's like an if you were to remake. If I know, yeah. but if you were to remake Scarface today, uh, that inevitable Antoine Fuqua project that will never see the light of day, gonna, really. Give a fucking Cuban a shot. In I that, mean, if you're really gonna do it, I that, mean, also, you know? but also, you gotta remember the original Scarface was Italian. First movie, the guy was Italian. Yeah, but you know? the, this is they an Ita- it up, but that's yeah. an Italian playing a Cuban. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. Which isn't like it's not great. But it's but it's also just of the times Hollywood was just a very different place, you know? And Al Pacino was the biggest star at the time. I know, I know. It's just it's those things that bother me about I, Hollywood. I mean, I in get, general. I get know? that, but then again, I'm not mad that an Italian guy is playing a Cuban guy. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't piss me off or anything. I'm just I mean saying, fucking dude, uh Anna Darmas is playing Marilyn Monroe. She's a fucking Cuban, you know? Like, yeah. It's not really, like, it's not really a big deal. It's not, like, the same as fucking blackface or something, I, you know? I, I, I just see it more as a, like... I don't think it's a character. I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's more of a problem with, like, other, like, ethnicities playing white people than, you know, like, the same thing around. The the opposite, you know what I mean? White people playing other ethnicities. Like, like Caucasian American people, you know what I mean? What, what do you mean? Or, like, straight-up Italians or people who just, like, it's weird. I don't, I... 
Sometimes I don't it think works. A, I don't think a white guy should play a black guy. I don't think a black guy not should like play a white that. guy. I don't mean it like that. Mean, you know? I'm talking about like Anna the Armas playing Marilyn Monroe isn't as big of a deal to me compared to like an Italian like Al Pacino playing a Cuban like Tony Montana. You know, it's shit like that. I mean, I don't. I I don't know. I disagree because Italians and Cuban are also very similar in culture. Those people are very similar. Well, I don't know that. I'm not. No, Italian. yeah, they're they're extremely similar. Like a Cuban man is very similar. Like a, like um, an immigrant Italian man is very similar to an, an, an immigrant Cuban man today. The Chad Cuban versus the Virgin Italian. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I and like and again, I don't think it's a it's a mega stereotype caricature because I I just show no so many Cubans that are want to be Tony Montana. I don't think it's a complete caricature. It just you know? sometimes it acts like it. And depending on the scene, it just and it bothers me. I I, I don't know. I can't agree. I I I I, I like I see what you Scarface mean. Scarface is an important and good movie, but it's not without its problems. That's the thing. I think it's almost yeah. perfect. Uh, I think it's an almost perfect movie from everything: the cinematography, directing, editing, the score. It's a good score. Yeah, so, you know, that. like it's 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 wild. I gotta give it a rewatch. Rewatch it, but Char- it's just not. It's just that's just still rewatching how I feel Scarface. About it, rewatching know? Scarface was definitely really eye opening for me. It's it's definitely like wow. I was watching these kinds of movies when I was young. This is great. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's like, and I, I felt like Scarface did more good for Miami's film legacy because to be honest, there isn't really much of a legacy in Miami before when it comes to Not films. really. You know, I think the most important Miami film. Moonlight. Yeah. As it, recently has been Moonlight. Yeah. But Moonlight's themes kind of center around in, in general, in, in general, you know, thing. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying in terms of like, you know, showing like, yeah. showing a culture and showing a showing a world like Miami, <laughs> the world of Miami. Yeah. Like it's, I find Moonlight to be the better film like that. I mean, that, sure, you know? yeah. Also, but you also got to think of it's also different times, man. Well, I don't know. Even yeah. isn't you know? Waves in Miami too? Yeah. Can you can you say the same thing about that? I mean, I don't Homestead, know. I haven't seen Homestead. It. Homestead? Well, not now Homestead. Um, is it Homestead? We see, we see a Robert is here cameo. <laughs> Um, it's not Homestead. No, it's uh, Broward. 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 They filmed a lot of it. Oh, in Broward. I don't. I don't know. I know nothing of Broward. And Broward is like. It's I could like, ask my ex uh, choir teacher <laughs> how he felt. About Wild it. West is yeah. Broward. Um, I don't know. I well, personally, as a filmmaker, well, like as a person, you know, who wants to, you, you know, make movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure Miami gets has a place, <laughs> has a place in film. Same. I just in a think, big way, you know, because I, I like it can you know, be done in a respectable way sometimes. I I, I don't know. I, I th- well, yeah, obviously, yeah. but I don't think Scarface is disrespectful. No, not sometimes. It could be done. If, that, if that's what you're implying, I don't think Scarface is, is disrespectful at all. I'm just saying. I think it just shows a very raw and real time in Miami, especially during that period. Mm, yeah. So I I I I have so. to give I have to give it that rewatch. But yeah. I say you like, have to really do in terms of representing Miami. Moonlight is a more appropriate film like that to me personally. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, fuck the Oscars. We're done. Miami representation. Eh, well, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Yeah. Uh, fucking, yeah. Fuck the Oscars. That's that's about it. We're we, done. We're, we don't really have anything much else to say. It's uh, going to be fun counting these ballots and seeing how wrong we might be. Here. Uh, f- fucking, here, we'll tell you what to watch. Uh, if you haven't seen any of these movies, watch Irishman, Hollywood. Watch Ford v. Ferrari. Parasite. 100%. Watch Parasite. I'd say uh, watch Jojo Rabbit. Because it, you know, the thing is, don't. it's also, I feel like it is a film that's centered for children too. You know, like it, it definitely knows its audience as well. <laughs> I, you know? I, 
I I've seen that I've seen that argument. We're a little, being we're a little more split on Jojo Rabbit, but yeah. uh, but hey, I but for sure I think it's an appropriate film. Parasite, Hollywood, and Once Upon a Time Hollywood, Irishman, those are great movies. Uh don't watch uh Joker. <laughs> I mean no, you don't watch Joker, yeah. I, like, I think these are all good films in the, of their own merit. Some of them are just less deserving of others when it comes to these sorts of like, you know, of when it comes to this sort of recognition. Mm-hmm. You know? I'd say give all these films a watch. It's it's not You'll you'll find something interesting. Excuse me. You you'll f- yeah. <laughs> you sound like Rick. I burped there. Yeah. <laughs> you'll find something interesting in, in on all of them. Yeah. You know, depending on how you feel about the movie at the end of the day. And I guess watch the two popes. I don't know. I'm gonna watch the two popes eventually somewhere. I want to see Pain and Glory also. And I've heard Richard Jewell's not bad. I'm just glad I've seen all these movies for me to have a proper opinion on them. Yeah. Same. At no. least for Best Picture. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess watch Judy. I want to watch Judy. I want to watch Judy. Yeah. yeah. Watch Hustlers. It's not a bad movie. I'm gonna watch Hustlers. It's a good movie. I'll watch Hustlers. Other, yeah. other movies, yeah. Um, um, I watch Uncut Gems, even though it got no love. Yeah, it's on Netflix uh, now. Everyone, no, everywhere pre- besides the US. It's weird because I thought it premiered on Netflix internationally. It is international. No, I know, not, but when not, like not when not it US, came out though. here, oh, no. it was already out on Netflix yeah, internationally. Because no, no, no. I re- I looked it up online, uh, like a, like a, a couple days after I saw it in my screening, just to see like. Where else it was playing? Hey, it was playing in Netflix anywhere, everywhere else except the U.S. If you want to support, Canada, I believe. Hey, look, if you want to support New York Jewish cinema, watch uh, Good Time coming to Netflix soon. Yeah. Good oh, time. it's coming to Netflix? No, it already coming. was. Good Time is coming on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I'll tell you right now when Good Time comes out on Netflix. Watch Toy Story 4, I guess. I got to watch Toy Story 4. That'll be on Disney Plus in a couple of days. What's uh, what, what's on Prime? So watch watch there. I lost my body. It's a foreign language film, but doesn't mean it's not bad. It's watch, very good, uh, well animated, very watch, sad too. Watch the Lighthouse, obviously. Watch the Lighthouse. Uh, watch. Uh, I didn't like it as much, but watch Midsummer. Yeah, yeah. Watch Midsummer. I love Midsummer. I think I thought it was okay, but it's fucking. I don't like saying Marvel. Midsummer anymore. I it like just, saying Midsummer. It, it comes. It rolls off my tongue weird. Um, yeah. watch Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is a good movie. Dolomite's do good. Like watch that. Dolomite uh, is good. Report. I'm surprised. I, I actually do got like, pretty snubbed. Yeah, I, it's a shame because that was a big hit. Nom, yeah. That was one of the biggest hits from Sundance, too, which is weird. But not a lot of Sundance movies get love. Oh shit! Here we go. Another snub. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard very good things about it. Aquafina for best lead actress and the farewell. I heard the farewell. Just I've heard the farewell's very mega good. Snubbed. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. I've seen yeah. that new Aquafina show on Comedy Central. I'm not. I've never been an Aquafina fan. I just don't like her name. Aquafina. She's a good actress. I just like why? Why is it? Why is she called Aquafina like that? Yeah, maybe. It's Apparently, she, is she a rapper or something? I don't, I don't fucking know. know. Yeah, I don't know. whatever. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, I guess that's all. Yeah, we're gonna uh, find you. Here, wait, honey. Here's some. Uh, here, here, here's some some news. Uh, oh, Oscar news? No, just some news. Um, I'm just finding some random news thing, so I could just say I don't know. Okay. Uh, I was seduced by Mick Jagger at 15. Uh, who says that? Some lady. Oh, okay. Kathy Bates? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like on some news thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you can find me on it on, on, on Twitter at Vic Manuel Calvo. You, where can we find you, buddy? You can find me on Twitter at Summer Oil Cruise, yeah. and you can find the show yeah, yeah. on American Nerds yeah, or yeah. on our Instagram page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's, well, that's well. it. Yeah. yeah. I, I disagree. I, I disagree. <laughs> I should have said that joke. I had this entire time to say that joke, but I didn't. I said it multiple times, and I should have done the accent. Yeah, you should. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
AKG is game night. Like, you should you be, be stretching. stretching out. I've been doing the accent. All I want is good. You understand? It's all okay. about the rock. Check it, <laughs> check it out. All right. See? These are black Jews. Oh, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line delivery so much. It is literally a Adam Sandler comedy wrapped in a Scorsese type film. It just it just <laughs> seems like the kind of person Adam Sandler would be if he wasn't a comedian. Have or you an actor. seen Punch Drug Love or the yeah, Myers stories? Punch Drug Love is a fucking almost patent masterpiece. Interesting. Have you ever seen it? No, I want to. Oh, I listened to it, their dude. I listened to the Safties episode with PTA and yeah, it made me great. more interested in watching that film. I I've always wanted On to see it. I just podcast, haven't seen it. Yeah, the A twenty four podcast. That's a good podcast to recommend if we're going to be barely, shilling out other podcasts. They barely, uh, they barely make episodes, but when they do, they're pretty good. Yeah, uh, there's a Barry the director's Jenkins cut. Like one, I think. Yeah, the director's cut. If you uh, like, you know, listening to directing and oh, like shit. technical aspects of film. Now that's that you a really say good that, podcast. Yeah. there's a great episode with Denise O'Neill and Ryan Johnson. Like they're talking about Blade Runner, talking about Blade Runner, and then Deneva. Uh, um, no, it was it was during the Blade Runner and before the Last Jedi that period. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Uh, literally like uh, Denny's talking about Blade Runner and then uh, Denny's talking to Ryan about Ryan, uh, Knives Out huh? in, um, oh th- that's another too. episode then yeah um, another episode yeah Um, basically saying that like oh yeah it's it, I have a lot of pressure trying to flee, like p- please these, this fan base or whatever and then Ryan's like I'm a ha- I'm a I, I, I'm gonna have the same fitting soon. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's gonna have, have the same fitting in a bit, in a few yeah. months. He anticipated it. He needed that it. that episode is very insightful because it just goes to show you how smart of a person and a like of a writer and director Ryan, Ryan? Johnson is. Oh my god, yeah. And like it, it frustrates me because of what happens in Knives Out, but like I I respect him a lot. Yeah, honestly, the choices he made towards the end of Knives Out kind of goes against a lot of what we but say. But the thing is, he knows it. That's yeah. the problem. That's what bothers me about it. So I'm like, it makes me so then curious as to it? like, why, why does this happen? You know? He had his reasons. And it's the same feeling I have with Last Jedi 2. But fuck it. We're done. We're done. Goodbye, all. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. Subscribe.